Oops, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Somehow I goofed. I uh, I removed the talking points before they were done. Here goes. Again. They say problems come in small packages. Problem for me today has been my timing. Good Lord, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, if it wasn't for lousy timing, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. That didn't quite come out right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll be on the camera in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, but I do want to welcome everybody to Firefox News Online, the only broadcast on the internet that tells you everything you know, mm-hmm, everything, mm-hmm, everything, mm-hmm, yep, we'll tell you everything you need to know, because the mainstream media won't say shit of what you need to know, they'll just tell you what the government says you have to know, and that's what they say. Anyway, pardon me a second. Now, I'm going to sound a little far away from the microphone because I am. I'm switching on the extra studio light just for added light. We do need it in this studio, Lord knows. Scary time! Oh, hello. Yes, I'm in a very, very odd mood tonight. It's called the evil effect. <laughs> I mean, I'm a conservative. I'm supposed to be evil. According to the Democrats, anyway. Right? I mean, it does that's what they claim, right? Uh, yeah. Well, let me see. Let me think about this for a minute. Uh, I'm a conservative, and uh, though I've been independent, I'm a conservative, and uh, uh, I, I vote uh, I vote for the Republicans, and uh, they're fuck up at times, but I still vote for them because at least they haven't lied to me yet. Uh, well, they lied to me once. Uh, they they said they would support the president, and uh, they didn't do that too well. Uh, well, nobody's perfect. So <laughs> it's kind of a catch twenty two there, people. It's a catch. God Almighty, what's going on with this thing? My the volume on my on my board is off the charts again, and I'm. It better not have turned itself back up, because I'm already in a very foul mood with the... No. Okay, let me try this. Turn down the board's gain. All right, so that's okay, and that's okay. 
We'll move that up. I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll grab you in just a second, Gun. Hang on. Don't 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 give up the ship. I haven't. Nope nope nope. I haven't. Nope 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 nope. Dad fixed it. Okay, now we're working. Now we're cutting through all the bullshit. Uh, wait a minute. Damn the hell. Move over there. That's it. Trying to fix things back. It's all bullshit. When you stop to think about it. Okay. I suppose I better grab Gunslinger before he thinks I forgot about him. Lord knows I don't do. I, I don't want to. Mm, don't want to do that. And of course, I'm going to take a guess here. I can't tell. But I'll take a guess here. Those darn emails. Get out of my face. I'm busy. The viewer. Oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, no, dang, you dirty name. Ooh, that. Okay, now it's going to make me work for it again. Now, bear with me. This is what happens when you do live broadcasting, folks. You tend to get a little distracted. Ah, yes. The lovely and and very, very warm-hearted Cherokee Rose is watching by way of Periscope.tv. I knew she was there, but I had to be certain because I didn't want to say hello to her and find out I was wrong. But she is watching. So, hello, Cherokee Rose. All right. Now that we got that all taken care of, all the welcomes there, unless there's somebody in the Mixler chat room I'd missed. Well, there's a guest in the chat room. They call them elsewheres on uh, on Mixler. So, Gunslinger, what's up, buddy? No, I don't know what's up, but everything's going down like a ship, like a sinking ship. Well, except for the temperature. Oh. We got up to almost 70 degrees a day. We were just a hair away from 70 degrees a day, right in the middle of winter. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can believe it. I mean, look, Texas yeah. doesn't experience winter the way most of the country does. You guys are very fortunate because uh, you don't get a lot of snow, if any at all, and you really don't uh, experience the, the extreme cold temperatures like the Northeast does, let's say. Mm-hmm. Well, it, very, it does. You're it freaking lucky. Yeah, it it does snow, especially up in the Panhandle. They get <clears throat> they get four or five inches up there sometimes. They they got a blizzard up there. You know, uh, I'm I'm not in that four area. Four or five inches is a blizzard for you guys? Hell yeah! A fucking dusting here. Come is to a New York for one winter. I I dare <laughs> you. Come to New York for one winter and and have it snow two three feet of snow. You'll you'll call you you won't call it a blizzard. You'll think it's the ice age. Uh, you probably so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. Uh, I'd be seeing penguins walking all over the goddamn places. Yeah, I think I'm in the goddamn Antarctic or something. Yeah, they're but, called they're <laughs> called Democrats on their way to fundraisers. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you got the story <laughs> or not, but did you see this? Speaking of the 
demo dickhead fuck up fart off whatever you want to call him in the White House. Did you see the video of him signing those executive orders? He was signing them, but there were blank fucking paper. I saw something about that. I I don't remember where I saw it, but... Go look it up on YouTube. He is signing the fucking papers, and they're blank. They're nothing but white Why would anybody be stupid enough to do that? That's my question. Remember when President Trump, I still think he's president because I still think he won. Remember when he would sign executive orders? He would sign them, and then he'd turn them around and say, see, here it is. Yeah, this he's showing fucker, to us. He'd show it. This fucker is signing, and he's signing blank fucking white pieces of paper. Now, you tell me why. What the fuck is that little bastard hiding? He's hiding something. Or, or did someone tell him to just sign blanks? And we'll fill in the rest later. Well, that doesn't make it legal. It has to be. It has to be on that on that sheet on that stationery. You know where it has all the seals. You're not following the. You're not following the process. I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Twenty Fifth Amendment. But. But they have to be on the legal letterhead. These are just white. I mean, I just take up a notebook page and start signing my name no, 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 to it. Gunslinger, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not denying what you're saying because I've seen the reports myself. Yeah, you say here's the thing, though. They, if they want him out, like I, like I've got this gut feeling they're going to want him gone. Oh yeah. Uh. Oh, um, Mike's in the from Mike from Louisiana's in the chat room. He's not feeling too good tonight, so he's not going to be joining us on the phone lines. We'll stick around, and if you feel up to typing a few things here and there, I will be keeping an eye on the chat room. So, um, but Gunslinger, see, the, the thing is, they want if they if if I'm right, and I got a gut feeling on this. If I'm right, if my prediction is right, they're going to try the 25th Amendment on Joe Biden in order oh, to yeah, get him yeah. out because they're afraid that he might make or say something. He might do or say something that, that could Yo, cause a hey. major disaster for the Democrats. Hey, your phone ringing. Hey, your phone ringing. Hey, your phone ringing. Your phone the fuck is that? My phone's ringing. Hey. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my God, that's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. Oh, good God. Thanks for the laugh, dude. Definitely needed that. <laughs> I did pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, that is, I, like it. I really like that. That's that's like yeah. um Well, you've heard my uh ringtone, haven't you? The my personalized ringtone that I made for my phone? Have you ever hear did you ever hear that one? I don't think I ever heard that one. I don't think so. Maybe oh, I will. shit been a while here. Hold on a second, brother. Let me allow me to put this ladies and gentlemen, this will be the first time. On Firefox, well, maybe more than the first time, 
on Firefox News Online that you get to hear a customized ringtone by yours truly. I'm not bragging, but it sounds pretty good. Now, let me see here. You know, I'm going to need my reading glasses because I cannot see what I'm doing. I really can't. I'm in such dire need for new glasses. I'm, these are reading glasses that I got from uh, my OTC over-the-counter uh, service. For those of you watching on the platforms. Uh, nope. Wrong one. Your cell phone is ringing. That's right. The most incredible device ever invented by man is ringing. No reasonable offer will be refused. Operators are standing by, and this is a one-time only offer. So to take advantage of it, answer your cell phone right now. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, too. Now, 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 mind you, I've also I've got a different one that's that was a, a second one, it's similar, but it's it, it's a little bit louder and a little more up to date, a little bit, I think a little bit better. But it sounds like a, like like one of those old uh, shopping commercials. This is the one I like to use. cell phone is ringing. That's right. The most incredible device ever invented by man is ringing. No reasonable offer will be refused. Operators are standing by, and this is a one-time only offer. So, to take advantage of it, answer your cell phone right now. Now, of course, I'm feeling a little bit trekked. cell phone, the final frontier. These are the continuing calls you receive on this hailing frequency. Your continuing mission, to answer the cell phone when it rings, to speak to the people on the other end of the frequency, and to boldly go where no cell phone owner has gone before. Now, of course, I don't have to play the rest of that theme. It actually plays in its entirety. I made all those custom-made ringtones on my computer and just transferred them right to the, to the phone's uh, ringtone folder. And I'm in the bank. I had one go off where it was a bunch of farts. No, not Star Wars, uh, Cherokee Rose. Star Trek. That was actually for uh, that was actually the Star Trek theme from the original series. All I did was add my voice to it, kind of like William Shatner did uh, when he went space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to boldly go where no man has. Gone before. Why does everyone who does a Kirk impression talk like this? Scotty, beam me up. There is no intelligent life in this studio. 
Hey, watch that shit, Chatner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, folks. I am in a I'm in a really good mood for some reason tonight. I am because even though today didn't go quite the way I wanted it to, I'm still in a good mood. And uh, for anyone who has Netflix. Just so you know, if you like Star Trek, you can watch the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise on Netflix. Yeah. When I'm feeling like having a Trek binge, I go to my Netflix account and I start watching and watching and watching and watching and watching. Okay, anyway, getting back to our, the original idea here. Of why we're what we were talking about, which was Trump, Biden, and the Biden fucker. Oh, you should make you a ringtone that would say something like Biden fuck up, Biden fuck up. You have reached the Biden fuck up. That'd be good. Oh yeah, I could. I, I, I oh I got. I think I got it. Hold on a second. Let me turn my echo up here a little bit. Uh, let me now to just make sure it's it's good. I'm using a little a little, a little bit of echo. Let's see. Fingers, work with me, or or I will I will sue you for damages. Just cut the damn thing off. You don't need them anyway. Yeah, I do for te- for typing purposes. Hang on a second here. I got to bring up the fader a little more. Okay. Now let's see here. If you're hearing a repeat in the background, folks, that's my cell phone. I'm checking to make sure I get the proper echo effect for what I'm about to say. And hopefully it's working. You dirty <laughs> name. I go to hit the hit the mute button on the on the phone and it because I'm what I had turned it to Periscope. Okay. So for those of you, I'm going to turn the echo effect off in a few seconds. Don't worry. I'll slide the fader back down. I promise. This this echo effect is through the. The, the audio board, so I can do that. But if I were going to create a brand new, and I do mean a brand new ringtone for my phone, and I think I might actually tomorrow, it would sound with the echo effect you're hearing something like this. Biden fucked up. Biden's an asshole. Biden fucked up. Biden's an asshole. Biden fucked up. Biden's an asshole. No, this is not Joe Biden's cell phone. Sorry. He can kiss my ass. If you don't like it, leave a message. I'll leave it for. I'll just send you the voicemail. Bye. 
Okay. Now, that's just off the top of my head, a little off the cuff. I'll have to I'll have to really give it some thought. A Biden ringtone, one that all conservatives would want, even. You know something, Gunslinger? You just gave me a hell of an idea. <laughs> okay. I'll give it some thought. And over the next couple of days, I will see what I can, what I can create. What the hell, you know? I'm a creative kind of guy. Just ask anybody who's ever, who's ever gotten into a fight with me. I mean, they actually talk to me. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, the, the, the irony that Biden signed, and I, and I think this is, this is what happened. This is what I believe uh, took place. He signed blank papers, Gunslinger, and, and I think he was advised to do that, even though it's not legal, but I think he did that. Be, here we go again. I'm overmodulating on on. on Oh, I hate this. I really do. I don't know why this is happening, but it shouldn't be happening. All right, let me see what's going on here. All right, I'm going to drop my sound card down to 45, down to 40. Okay. Now, it shouldn't be overmodulating because when it overmodulates, for some reason, it goes into the red, it, the whole line on my, uh, on my, um, uh, OBS Studio software goes completely red. Now, are you still able to hear me okay? Yeah, you got having <clears throat> loud and clear. I don't know why my sound card is being so temperamental. I really don't. But what are you going to do? Anyway, as I was saying, the... Um, the fact that, you know, what was I saying now? Shit, I lost my train of thought. No, I didn't lose my train of thought. I missed the train of thought because I thought someone said, take the Amtrak, and I decided to take the local train to Yankees. Okay. Um, no, but Joe, I think Joe Biden uh, was advised to do this. Even though, uh, again, like I said, it's not it, it, it's not legal, but I think he was advised to do this because they actually didn't have the executive orders written yet. It's either that or they're going to fill in the blanks later with things he never said he was going to do by executive order. That's the scary part. I suspect, 
I suspect it's a combination of both. Well, that's the that's the scary part. Okay, these I mean they can't be legal documents because there's nothing there to sign. It's like if I go up there and take a blank piece of paper up to a notary and say, "Would you notarize this?" The fucking goddamn notary would laugh me out out of their goddamn offices. Okay, how can you notarize mm-hmm. something when there ain't nothing mm-hmm. on it? Okay, that is deception. Boy, that's deception. At least President Trump would sign it, and you could see the writing on it while he's signing it, and he turns it around and says, see, here it is right here. Open and honest. That little cocksucking little lying little bastard, little twerp, is not honest. That's a given. There's something fishy yeah, about even, this. Even, like o- even Obama didn't show his executive orders. Yeah, see? <laughs> <clears throat> Did you see how honest he was? I've been saying it's Obama 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, let me um, let me go to Cherokee Rose for some comments from her side uh, because I know she's said a few things. Um, See if she's commented on this and stuff. I will admit, doing this broadcast live, large and in charge, can also sometimes be a little bit, uh, just a tiny bit, um, well, you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, Cherokee Rose uh, just commented on the... uh, on the ringtones, and Iggy Mom's watching on D Live. Holy Toledo! How can I? I didn't even see that she was watching. I'm such a terrible host. I feel so ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And by the way, when we were talking about the weather before, gun. It's 40 degrees where uh, Cherokee Rose is. She's all the way out in Arizona. Well, I hear 51 here. Damn, I'm warmer than Arizona? Holy shit. <laughs> Not by much, only 11 degrees. Still 11 degrees. And, of course, Cherokee Rose was commenting on the Star Trek. uh, I was just just scrolling down on Facebook here You know what the Mexican word of the day is? Hot tamale? I don't know Body wash Biden was on TV But nobody washed him (laughs) Get it? Oh good (laughs) (laughs) grief I'll put that in the FFNO. You can show it on the deal. That is Please, hilarious. I, I want to share that with the with the folks watching. Oh my that God! So, nobody oh, watching. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're, this, this is I I don't laugh that often, but when I do, it's because oh Gunslinger, uh, Mike Peters, when he used to come to the show, and hasn't been oh around for seven months. 
Um, Boyd, who used to come around but hasn't been around for about that long, and God knows how many others. Hint, hint, wink, wink, gentlemen. Uh, Y'all would give me laughs to the point where I would almost fall out of my chair. You do know that, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's in the FFNO now. It should be. That's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Nobody uh, watched me here. No? Oh, God. Uh, it's a fucking Monday. <laughs> it, oh, it's definitely Monday, all right. No doubt about that. Um, okay. Now I need to open the image. Then view the image, and then I'll just see if I can. There we go. Now, for those of you who are going to accuse us of racism, kiss my fat fucking ass. It's meant as a joke, a gag, okay? And if you can't handle a joke or a gag, then you're in the wrong, you're watching the wrong broadcast or listening to the wrong broadcast. I'm sure there's a liberal broadcast out there somewhere on the internet. Now, having said that, however, uh, let me see here. Oh, that's perfect. Here we go. Now take a look at this, folks. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So the Mexican word of the day is body wash. Biden was on TV, but nobody washed him. And I guess now to all my friends who are of Mexican, Hispanic uh, heritage and all that. Please do not take it the wrong way, okay? It's, I'm sorry. You know, it, 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 it's, I think it's funny, okay? It, and, and if you have a sense of humor, if you've been watching this broadcast and listening to it long enough, you'll, it, it'll, it'll, trust me, especially if it's making fun of the Democrats and Joe Biden and stuff. So, I like that. I'm going to switch back to that just one more time real quick. Now, trust me. Even if they had just shown the Mexican flag, the joke would still work. And I think a lot of people in Mexico that, are, that, I, that I know that are down there right now, I've got a couple of people from one of the local churches uh, down there on on mission. Rewinding. (laughs) Some folks that are uh, doing missionary work for one of the local churches is down there. In fact, they're getting ready to leave tomorrow. Um, They're getting ready to leave tomorrow to come back to the States. And... uh, The only thing I can say is, 
be sure to quarantine. Why? Because the government will tell you to do that. Oh, and by the way, for those of you who aren't aware, Biden's, administ- Biden's alleged administration, you're going to love this, folks. Okay, you're going to love this. And you disappeared from the chat room, Gunslinger. Yes, you did. In fact, I don't even, uh, you still with me on the phone line? Still here? Huh? Okay, because you vanished in the chat room. I did? Yes, you did. Holy shit. I don't see your name in there. There you are. Now you're there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Were you were you still in yeah. the, were you still in the chat room on your side? Well, I was on another tab, and then all of a sudden I went back. And when you said that I wasn't there, and then it, I guess it reloaded. I guess hmm. Hmm. that's why I talked out. Weird. Weird. Okay, but you know that that actually makes sense. I think because people say they're in the chat room and their name disappears in the chat room. So it's possible that going to another tab makes them invisible on the chat room or they get pulled out of the chat room or whatever, however the case goes in that respect. Um, Yeah. Um, I know that... uh She's, she she found that so hilarious that image by the way that meme that you shared she she she's like that is so funny and put three emojis in there uh, laughing emojis so you got you got a you gave us a good one tonight gun as always you gave us a good one so you were saying. I was just gonna say, you know, kind of like uh, I noticed this with um, with a Gmail. You have the tab open, and then you go someplace else on another tab or something, and you come back five minutes later, and then Gmail has to reload. Tab still open, mm-hmm. but you know, I've noticed that. It used to didn't do that. It used to be on all the time. They just started doing that shit. What uh, browser do you use for? Uh... Most often. All right, now I'm using this one called Brave, B-R-A-V-E, Brave. Okay, I I, I tried Brave; it wouldn't work for me for some reason. Uh, it just couldn't get it to work. But I'm going to let people know that use the Firefox Mozilla browser. Uh, you may experience because I've been experiencing this the last the last month or so. <clears throat> It may take multiple times to try and open MeWe or Gab and a few other, a couple of other different uh, websites. If you're experiencing trouble opening even Gmail, where you have to open it a second time, 
I don't know what's going on with the browser, but it is not working the way it usually does. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, uh, I think the browser is just being temperamental, personally. That's, you know, that's just my opinion. That's just what I'm guessing here. So, and I don't know how to reach the people that made the browser. So I, I wouldn't, I can't figure, I, I've got to figure out a way to contact them and let them know their browser is having hiccups. All right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty there, gang. It's time to do what this broadcast has always done. And that is go right into the into the stuff we have here. Now, according to One American News Network, the White House is saying we can't guarantee COVID-19 relief by March. Oh, that's interesting, to say the least. Mainstream media bias is already playing out in the White House press briefing room under the Biden, the alleged Biden administration, as Jen Psaki failed to answer tough questions from reporters who, in turn, refused to press her on important issues. Wow. Isn't that weird? Oh, here is more. On Monday, the White House press secretary was asked about Biden's handling of the current COVID-19 relief deal. She said Biden would like the deal to be bipartisan. However, when asked about reaching the deal by March, Saki said she cannot guarantee the timeline of getting it passed. There's urgency to the American people for this package to move forward because we are going to hit a cliff, an unemployment insurance cliff. I should say in March, where millions of people won't be able to have access to unemployment insurance. We're going to hit a point where we won't have enough funding for vaccine distribution. This is what she said in the press briefing. This prompted some some to question whether a highly politicized second Trump impeachment trial would play a part in the delay. Saki deflected these concerns to the Senate. She also dodged questions pertaining to migrants stuck at the border and U.S.-China relations, saying they would have to refer their questions to the Department of Homeland Security and that she would have to answer the questions later. Hmm... Interesting. Deflect, evade, and dodge. The new press briefing. How quaint. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I don't know, that's, that's going to be interesting to find out exactly how they're going to roll this out if they don't have any money to do it with. <laughs> 
Wonder where all that money went to, huh? Hmm. I thought that's what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, okay, Biden, are you pocketing it? Probably. Oh, that's right. He's got to. He's got to support his boy's uh, dope uh, habit. You know, sniffer hunter. <laughs> yeah. Figure it. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, okay. First of all, let, let's 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 put things in proper perspective. All right. He talked about a 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package. Now all of a sudden, that's not even being discussed. He's not even mentioning that anymore. And today, they did the perp walk of the loan impeachment article over to the Senate. The Senate trial won't take place until February. Now, I got a message for the Republican side of of the Senate. Barack Obama should be the one that he should get impeached, too. You know why? He's a former president. He did shit that, by definition, was criminal. But nobody's bitching about that. And why are you even bothering to have a Senate trial at all of a former president? Because now... Donald Trump is a former president. He's a private citizen once more. Doesn't make any godforsaken sense. The legality of it doesn't make sense. Because it's legally it has no it, it has no effect on him. At all. He could run in twenty twenty four and there's nothing they can do to stop him. Because this impeachment is a sham, and so is the Senate trial. And any Republican that votes to, to, to throw him out of office is making a laughingstock of themselves, because he's not in office. I mean, gunslinger, honestly, what, what is the point of, of an impeachment trial for a man that's not the president anymore, that, that's a private citizen again? It's a joke. It only goes to show you what dumb fucks these people really are. If people haven't figured that out by now, I don't know if they'll ever figure it out. Okay? So you're trying to impeach somebody that's not even there anymore. What are you going to do? Impeach an empty chair? That's That's just how stupid these dumb fucks will be. They will probably set up a chair and probably put the words Trump on it. And he's not even there. Okay? And he's not even the president. Technically. Realistically, he still is, but technically he's not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just... How did, how did these people get any brains? Did they dick them out of the sewer? I'm serious. Mm-hmm. These, these people... They got they're, they're 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 mentally defective. They have mental problems. They need to be locked up. Bring back the insane asylums, okay? 
because they need to be on the they need to be right in the front line, heading into the place. You know, with the little guys running around in white white coats and with butterfly nets, you know, catching these motherfuckers. Okay, it's the only way it's going to work. I mean, I cannot grasp or just comprehend the level of stupidity that I'm seeing with these idiots. I've never seen the level of stupidity in my entire life. They they hate the cake and the icing and the oven and everything else. Hell, they take the whole goddamn kitchen. Go ahead. Well, apparently Cherokee Rose is having some connection issues, uh, but she is with us. Because uh, apparently it's storming where she is, and her internet uh, dropped once already. But she is with us, and Cherokee Rose said it won't be a legitimate impeachment. It's not a legitimate impeachment. I mean, yes, they impeached him in the Congress. It's still not a legitimate impeachment, in, in my opinion, because there was no uh, House Judiciary hearings, nothing like that. It was just a rush to vote on an article of impeachment that actually makes no sense because when the, when the situation happened on January 6th, he hadn't even finished his speech yet. Plus, it's been found out that it was all pre, the, the attack, the way it came out, the way it happened, was all pre-planned. And recently, I saw a video showing Antifa members changing into Trump supporter outfits. So, really? This is all bullshit. It's outright bullshit. So, I don't know. Now, Cherokee Rose also said in the chat on uh, on, uh, Periscope, I heard Roberts is supposed to reside over the trial, and he's refusing to. If the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court refuses to preside over an impeachment trial, there can't be an impeachment trial. Nope. Didn't think so. Joining us also, <laughs> watching on DLive, is Robin Suzette, who I trust will be calling in soon. Somebody tells me that they'll want to call in because I'm sure they'll want to weigh in on some of this as well. And if you'd like to weigh in on this as well, call 347-945-5747. Again, that's 347-945-5747. But yeah, I, I, I... this whole thing is ridiculous. So they walk those, that lone article of impeachment over, and let me show you, guys, show you all something here. Uh, I've, got an, I've got a still shot showing the article, the lone article of impeachment being, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the term, the term perp walk, in this, it's actually being perp walked over to the Senate. (laughs) 
And trust me, when you see the line of people walking a single article of impeachment to the Senate, you're going to be, I swear, you're going to just bust a gut laughing. Because, and you should. It should be a, a laughable moment because this is, it's ridiculous. All right, so let me uh, pull this up here. There we go. I'll copy the link first. All right. And let's see here. Put that in the, put that up like so. Put this in the Mixler chat room so that uh, those listening on Mixler can view this image as well. Now, get a load of this, folks. No kidding. This is exactly... Okay, look at this. They're walking, they're perp walking. There's the articles of, the, the lone article of impeachment being perp walked by all these Democrats to the Senate. Now, okay, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Rob doing the typing on this. Uh, he says, impeachment is not a laughing matter. One who scoffs at our laws is guilty of treason. And says, part of the process. Yes, it's part of the process of a legitimate impeachment. But as I pointed out, this is not a legitimate impeachment. What's happening is they're sending over this crap to the Senate today, and the impeachment was for allegedly inciting what happened on January 6th. But as I pointed out, the, the law, federal law enforcement has, deter, has discovered that it was a pre-planned event. And then there's videos out there showing Antifa changing into outfits to look like Trump's supporters. Okay? This is a joke and a very sick one. And to find out that Chief Justice John Roberts is refusing to preside over the impeachment trial. That tells me he even sees this as a sham. Now they're saying that they're saying that this is all going to take place on uh, February 8th, I believe. It'll be very interesting to see if the Senate actually has Chief Justice Roberts in there because they can't force him to do it. They can't force him to preside over something that is not even legal. <clears throat> because an impeachment trial is designed to throw the president out of office, and Donald Trump's not the president anymore. So at least at least because uh 
it was a stolen election. And we know that. But he's not the president. He's a private citizen. So he cannot be touched by the United States Senate for a sham impeachment. Because he can't be removed from office because he's not in the office anymore. And this impeachment trial cannot be used to prevent him from running again because it has no, it has no effect of law to do so. Because it has no merit. He's not in the office anymore. Yeah, it has no merit. No standing. Exactly. <laughs> there are, it's without merit. So, folks, if you if you're if you're looking for a good comedic laugh, <laughs> I will try my best to show this so-called impeachment trial. And if Chief Justice John Roberts is not there, there's nothing they can do because they cannot conduct a Senate impeachment trial without the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. So, what are they going to do? Are they going to force John Roberts to do it? I'd love to see them try. I'd really like to see them try. If anything, the Chief Justice could take this up in the Supreme Court and say that, this in, that the impeachment was, is not a legitimate impeachment and rule it. He'll rule against it some, in some way. I can't really think of how, but I'm sure he could, along with the rest of the SCOTUS. I'm telling you, if it ain't one thing, it's another, folks, just to, to drive the American people insane. Now, wait a minute. I have the, uh, I have the story here uh, on this. Uh, from Newsmax.com, so Trump impeachment goes to Senate, testing his sway over GOP. That's the way the headline reads on Newsmax. Now, it says here, Democrats marched the impeachment case against Donald Trump to the Senate Monday night for the start of his historic trial, but Republican senators were easing off their criticism of the former president and shunning calls to convict him over the deadly siege at the U.S. Capitol. It's an early sign of Trump's enduring sway over the party. The House prosecutors delivered the sole impeachment charge of incitement of insurrection, making the ceremonial walk across the Capitol to the Senate, but Republican denunciations of Trump have cooled since, January, since the January 6th riot. Instead, Republicans are presenting a tangle of legal arguments against the legitimacy of the trial, 
and question whether Trump's repeated demands to overturn Joe Biden's election really amounted to incitement. What seemed, to, what seemed for some Democrats like an open and shut case that played out for the world on live television as Trump encouraged a rally mob to fight like hell for his presidency is running into a Republican Party that feels very differently. Not only are there legal concerns, but senators are wary of crossing the former president and his legions of followers who are their, vo- who are, who are their voters. The security remains tight at the Capitol. I'll get into that in just a, as well tonight, by the way. I've got something to, to bring up with that, too. Senator John Cornyn, Republican from Texas, said if, if Congress re- starts holding impeachment trials of former officials, what's next? Could we go back and try President Obama? <laughs> See, I mentioned that, and look who's also talking about it. <clears throat> Besides, he suggested Trump has already been held to account. One way in our system you get punished is losing an election, but he didn't lose it legally or legitimately. Arguments in the Senate trial will begin the week of February 8th and the case against Trump. The first former president to face impeachment trial will test a political party still sorting itself out for the post-Trump era. Republican senators are balancing the demands of deep-pocketed donors who are distancing themselves from Trump and voters who demand loyalty to him. One Republican, Senator Rob Portman of Ohio, announced Monday he would not seek re-election in 2022, citing the polarized political atmosphere. For Democrats, the tone, tenor, and length of the upcoming trial, so early in Biden's alleged presidency, I added the word alleged, by the way, poses its own challenge forcing them to strike a balance between their vow to hold Trump accountable and their eagerness to deliver on the new administration's priorities following their sweep of control of the House, Senate, and White House. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Republicans appear more eager to argue over trial process than the substance of the impeachment case against Trump, perhaps to avoid casting judgment on the former president's role in fomenting the despicable act, despicable attack on the Capitol. He said, there's only one question senators of both parties will have to answer before God and their own conscience. Is former President Trump guilty of inciting an insurrection against the United States? Failing to conduct the trial would amount to a get-out-of-jail-free card for other officials accused of wrongdoing on their way out the door, Schumer said. On Monday, it was learned that Chief Justice John Roberts is not expected to preside at the trial, as he did during Trump's first impeachment, potentially affecting the gravatus of the proceedings. The shift is said to be in keeping with protocol because Trump is no longer in office. Instead, Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, 
who serves in the largely ceremonial role of Senate President pro tempore, is set to preside. Leaders in both parties agreed to a short delay in the proceedings that serves their political and practical interests, even as National Guard troops remain at the Capitol amid security threats on lawmakers ahead of the trial. The start date gives Trump's new legal team time to prepare its case, while also providing more than a month's distance from the passions of the bloody riot. For the Democratic-led Senate, the intervening weeks provide prime time to confirm some of Biden's key cabinet nominees. Senator Chris Coons, Democrat from Delaware, questioned how his colleagues who were in the Capitol that day could see the insurrection as anything other than a stunning violation of the nation's history of peaceful transfers of power. It is a critical, move, a critical moment in American history, Kuhn said on Sunday in an interview. An early vote to dismiss the trial probably would not succeed given that Democrats now control the Senate. Still, the mounting Republican opposition to the proceedings indicates that many GOP senators would eventually vote to acquit Trump. Democrats would need the support of 17 Republicans a high bar to convict him. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican from Arkansas, said he doesn't believe the Senate has the constitutional authority to convict Trump after he has left office. Cotton said, I think a lot of Americans are going to think it's strange that the Senate is spending its time trying to convict and remove from office a man who left office a week ago. Democrats reject that argument pointing to an 1876 impeachment of a Secretary of War who had already resigned and to opinions by many legal scholars. Democrats also say that a reckoning of the first invasion of the Capitol since the War of 1812, perpetrated by rioters, egged on by a president as electoral college votes were being tallied, is necessary to ensure a siege never happens again. I got a few ideas on how to do that without this. A few GOP senators have agreed with Democrats, though not though not to close not not too close to the number that will be needed to convict Trump. Senator Mitt Romney, Republican from Utah, said he believes what is being alleged and what we saw, which is incitement to insurrection, is an impeachable offense. If not, what is, Romney said. But Romney, the lone Republican to vote to convict Trump when the Senate acquitted the then-president in last year's trial, appears to be an outlier. Now, I'm going to, I want to go back to something here. Something that was that that is that is very important for everyone to pay close attention to. All right. 
And uh, as soon as I can find that, here we go. Now, it was learned that Chief Justice John Roberts is not expected to preside at the trial, as he, didn't, as he did during Trump's first impeachment, potentially affecting the gravitas of the proceedings. The shift is said to be in keeping with protocol because Trump is no longer in office. Instead, Patrick Leahy, Senator from, De- Democrat Senator from Vermont, who serves in the largely ceremonial role of Senate President Pro Tempore, is set to preside. He's not a Supreme Court justice. He's not even a judge. How the hell can this son of a bitch preside over something that is, by definition, the job of the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court? Again, this points to a sham impeachment trial of a sham impeachment. This is ridiculous. This is fucking insane. Gunslinger, what do you think, man? Oh, he went to he went to the uh, circular filing room. <sighs> Figures. I read all that and I got nobody to comment on it. Oh man, that's just wrong. Well, maybe maybe there is some comments here. Uh, let me see if I can get uh, at least our tax dollars isn't going to a to another country stays here to be wasted. This is what uh, I, I, I believe Rob is saying in the uh, D Live chat. If Roberts was to reside, then Thomas is active to pro temp. Now, Cherokee, Cherokee Rose said, "It's so Trump can't hold a political office ever again." Unfortunately, he's a former president. Technically, by definition, okay, this Senate trial cannot stop him from being uh, being able to run again because it's a complete farce. Joining me on the phone lines, Suzette and Rob from the West Coast side of life. And Gunslinger, we lost him on the phone lines. Hopefully Hello. he'll get back to us. Hello, Suzette. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Aside from not very happy, so far, so good. Uh, after reading this, mm-hmm. good grief. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you should feel re- with some relief. I mean, knowing that it's just all for show, and it's going to end up backfiring them, you know, on the Democrats, because um, they wanted to show their constituents, yeah, we're getting at Trump. See that? We're, we're, we're not just uh, doing the talk, we're doing the walk. We're going to impeach him and and then after he's impeached, even though he's not 
president anymore. Well, actually, they were talking about it before he actually had left office. But, um, yeah, because they knew they weren't ever going to really go through with it. I mean, come on, as said already a million times by, you know, people who are paying attention and yourself, of course, um, how can you remove a president that's not sitting <laughs> in the Oval Office? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just um, – and as far as Leahy, you know, taking – uh, Justice Roberts' place. I don't think that that's um, that he can do that as a part of the Senate uh, process of the impeachment. You know, they do the House. The House has finished their job already and voted, and and now they now it's up to the Senate to finish their job. And so, as far as the process goes, I do not believe that um, that you can just appoint somebody to oversee. Uh, because he definitely is already partisan because he comes from one side of the aisle. So how does that work? You know, you need that's why they have the Supreme Court justice, because they're supposed to be impartial. So um, let's see. The presiding officer of a trial operates much like the presiding officer in a regular Senate session. Okay, and the chair might issue an initial ruling. Where is it that it says... We're going, I'm looking over the Senate uh, process right now, so um, it's guns around. You want to get his, or here's Robert. Well, Gunslinger is not on the phone line with us, so I don't think he, he knows that he dropped. So, um, are you looking up all the rules in the, um, the, what did you say, the circular file? I, 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 he's, he, he had to go to the circular filing room. Uh, but yeah. in the process of doing that, I think his his line his line did drop. Well, you must have a thirty so, gauge um, in there. Hmm. You must have a Faraday cage in there. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'll well, have to put a quick message. That. Here, gun, you dropped off the line. This way he'll see it when he comes back. So when he says he's back, you'll know that he's not. There. Oh, he called in. See? <laughs> and he saw that he dropped off the line, too. Okay. Cool beans. Um, I don't know how much of that story you actually heard. Gunslinger, so let me um, get some thoughts from Rob on this because, and what I want to do is I want to refer back to uh, the two paragraphs that, that that talk about Chief Justice John Roberts, who is not expected to preside at the trial. Okay, uh, like he did in the first impeachment. Now, this potentially is going to affect the gravatus of the proceedings. Uh, the shift is said to be in keeping with protocol because Trump is no longer in office, right? Now, according to this, Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, who serves in the largely ceremonial role of Senate President Pro Tempore, is set to preside. In other words, he's going to preside over the, the Senate trial as 
in, in, in much the way that Chief Justice John Roberts would have done. But this raises a, a conflict of interest. How can you have the Senate, a, a Democrat senator who's not a judge, not even the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, presiding over a Senate trial that by definition is supposed to have the Chief Justice presiding over. It makes no sense. So, well, obviously, uh, let, me does, start with, let me start with you, Rob, on this. So this okay, way you get, get, get a great yeah. idea of what's going on. And I Go apologize ahead, for my I apologize for those comments when I was trying to say resign and reside. I, <laughs> I, I got this, what you were this, saying. Don't, don't worry but, about it. I did yeah. get what you were saying. Thank you. I, I mean, I need to confuse you because you are trying to run a show, and here I'm throwing all these things at you and curveballs and stuff. Anyways. Um, yeah, I may be know. a little fuddy-duddy sometimes there, Rob, but I'm not <laughs> no. a complete, 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 huh? I'm not Joe <laughs> Biden, you know. <laughs> That's what the show needs. Yeah, understand Rob. <laughs> Okay, George. Really seriously, um, yeah, that that's a that's a good one they're throwing in there. I mean, they really want to go after Trump, and what they stop him from doing this? It, it, it's totally against the Constitution for one thing. But they're, whatever they're doing right now, it doesn't even matter. That's out the book, out, you know, out the door, anyways. And the people are going to accept it, which sucks. I mean, the, the, and if if the Supreme Court, okay, what they're going to have to do is have a law. Reinstating that they're more important when it comes to something like this than the Senate just to come in there and say, "Hey, we pick him to judge um, over this matter." Yeah, I, I can't see how there is any legal way they can do that. The big butt's got something, man, because they've had this cooked in the books. I guess they, I mean, why pick him for all people to do this? I mean, who he the hell is he? Trump the, the he, he's a, oh. a loud anti-Trumper. And he's, okay. according to this, he uh, is largely cerem- in the ceremonial role of Senate President Pro Tempore. Ah. Okay, they think well, that by having that ceremonial role makes him qualified to be a judge in a Senate trial. Please. It's a sham. We all know it. and It's just unfortunate that it has to happen in our time of history and it just makes us look bad. No, it does. I agree. I mean, well, oh, sorry, Rob. Continue. That's okay. No, that's okay. I, I was just going to say because other countries would look <laughs> at this and they can't shake their heads. I mean, they could shake their heads because they, they wouldn't even know what's going on. I mean, that, that's so confusing. You know, instead of them laughing at us, like some are saying, then it's more confusing than like what is going on there. They need to get their shit straight. That's all, George. Thank you. No problem, young man. No problem at all. Gunslinger, go ahead. Well, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. That It's a mockery. It's a circus. And, you know, you see who's the clowns. Okay. It's just going to be the same thing as if you go to, say, a traffic ticket or whatever, 
and you go before the judge, okay, and I've done this, and it works. If the judge, if, if there's a sitting judge in the judge that is supposed to be there, you can refuse the judge. And I've done that one time. The judge was on vacation or whatever, okay, and they had the sitting judge in there. <clears throat> and we found out it was a sitting judge. And I said, no, I don't know. I want the real judge in here. Well, I'm not the real judge. I'm the sitting judge. The, whatever judge is on vacation or whatever. Well, then you'll have to postpone it. Because we're not moving forward to this, with this case until the real judge sits on the bench. They postponed it. Son of a bitch. They postponed it. It's the same oh, thing. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll be a son of a bitch. They did. So it's the same fucking thing here. If the real judge is not there... I don't give a fuck to have Santa Claus on the goddamn bench. It's nothing. I don't care if it's ceremonial. I don't care if it's honorable. I don't care if it's up your ass 16 ways a Sunday. It's still illegal, (laughs) and it's unqualified, and it's fucking bullshit. And we all know it. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, no matter how how many ways you slice the pie, it's still going to come out. Um, so many pieces unless you take a piece and then slice one piece into a thinner piece okay look Chief Justice John Roberts the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court in general presides over all Senate trials of impeachment that's the way it's always been throughout history I don't think there's ever been a senator that presided over a Senate impeachment trial. So I can't imagine that the American people are okay with this, whether they're Democrat or Republican. What if they're, but the if they're watching the mainstream media? They're getting they're getting their daily dose of brainwashing to make it appear to be all legal and proper. What well, what was it there to swear him in as a um uh, Supreme Court uh judge? I believe I mean, that would have... have to come from the Senate president pro tempore. The very role that Leahy has. Ceremonial. Uh, yeah, no. Because now this comes from from um, the what's it called? Oh crap! It's PDF. The rules. Uh, the sorry for Senate. The guidance rules. Gov for impeachment um, process for the Senate, and it says specifically. The impeachment rules make several other references to the presiding officers officer of the trial. Now, any other impeachment, whether it be a senator, uh, representative, um, somebody from the lower courts or something like that, is only is when they can use um, a senator um, to preside over it, what they call a presiding officer. But mm-hmm. impeachment rule, what is it, five? Yeah. Restates the constitutional requirement that when the pre- president of the United States has been impeached, the Chief Justice of the United States shall serve as the presiding officer. 
So there is no way around that. Impeachment rule number three tasks the presiding officer with administering the oath to senators. Rule, what is that, five? Yeah, that's five. That's five. Okay, that's sorry. five. I'm sorry. The other one was four. Okay, four. I'm not very good at reading Roman numerals. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so rule four grants him general power to execute decisions of the Senate where necessary, which would include, for example, signing a summons, uh, the Senate ordered uh, to be issued to the person impeached or signing subpoenas that the Senate had agreed to issue. So there, when it comes to the president, they cannot, there cannot be anybody presiding over the impeachment except for the Supreme Court justice or chief justice. And again, that's um, constitutional that's rule number four. That's four. Four? Four. Okay, four. That's five. Okay. Sorry. So where they're so, where they're taking their interpretation is is for other type for impeachment for other type of um, government you know officers that were elected to their position but not when it comes for to, people to the other president. than the president yeah, right exactly mm-hmm. so basically no, I mean, let, me, let me make sure I, am, I, I have this clear somebody needs hmm? to put the go ahead. Well, to, to put it simply and to clarify things, uh, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court is the only, one, the only legitimate person that can preside over an impeachment trial of a, of a sitting U.S. president. All others are done by the, by, by the Senate, by the Senate temp, President Tempore. Chat, uh, links are disabled. Um, shoot. Something got right now. Huh? Oh, you can go. You can go there. I was going to put the link so that you could read that whole paragraph. I just read you a part of it, but G Live won't let me. Hmm. <sighs> going to have to uh, stop in the Mixler and uh, post it there. Yeah, I was going to post it in the Facebook. I can open it, Mixler, but I just got Facebook open. I'm sorry. What a pain. That's okay. You can put, put, it in, put it in the uh, FFNL News and Topic Room. I'll yeah. grab it from there. Okay, she's about to right now. See, go. This, is, this is where the Democrats make up the rules as they go along which is ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, we did. Okay, there's a link in FFNO, and it's on page 24. But you can read before that if you want. Okay. Um, let me go grab that. Hey, Gun, Gun Open I think that can't Hmm? Oh, he had posted a, some, a picture with a uh, water faucet with a, a candle underneath there to help the hot water come out. Why not? I guess that was to keep it from freezing, you know, a freeze oh. preventer. Okay, I thought it was for the hot water. I was going to say, why not? That's a good idea. <laughs> I'd say because of, I would say because of the cold, you know, because that's a, you know, an engineering yeah. genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too bad where the wires are on that candle to ding burn out. That's too bad. 
Sorry, George, I couldn't help it. That's okay. Okay, okay. the impeachment process in the Senate. And this was updated January 21st, 2020. So let me skip to page 24 here. Uh, Let me see what I'm doing here. There we go. A little more, a little more, a little more. Just a little bit further. I'm opening it up. Page 24. Page 24 is a disclaimer. Page 24. It's a because there's 24 out of 27 pages, right? It's a PDF file, so uh, on the very top. Okay, well, on the very top where it says. Uh, of your page where it says, um, you know, one out of 27, page one out of 27, type in 24 in there. Ah, here we go. <laughs> All right, let me zoom in on this a little bit. Okay, or page so 20, it would be this. page 21 on the bottom. It says of the actual page itself, if that helps. Okay, I've got it right here. If a ruling concerning the assemblability of evidence is appealed, or if the presiding officer submits such a question, the question put to the Senate is, is the evidence admissible? In the case of other procedural issues, the Senate would vote on the phrasing of the question put to the Senate could vary with the question. For example... In 1986, during the trial of Judge Claiborne, the presiding officer ruled in response to a motion by the defense counsel and at the request of the majority leader, it is the chair's determination that the question of standard of evidence is for each senator to decide individually when voting on articles of impeachment. A senator requested by the Senate vote on the question instead and the presiding officer put the question on whether the motion of the counsel for the impeachment, the, the impeached judge, that the Senate establish a beyond a reasonable doubt standard of proof in the trial was well taken. By a vote of 17 yeas and 75 nays, eight senators not voting, the Senate voted that the motion was not well taken, effectively agreeing with the ruling of the presiding officer. The Senate, in short, is the final arbiter of any procedural questions. Impeachment Rule, I think it's Impeachment Rule 7, states that the vote shall be taken in accordance with the standing rules of the Senate. That means these questions could be settled by roll call vote, but only if that request or the yeas and nays is supported by one-fifth of a quorum, 11 senators, or if the Senate recently voted, one-fifth of the the senators who voted. The impeachment rules. 
make several other references to the presiding officer of the trial. Impeachment Rule 4 restates the constitutional requirement that when the President of the United States has been impeached, the Chief Justice of the United States shall serve as the presiding officer. Impeachment Rule 3, yeah, Impeachment Rule 3 tasks the presiding officer with administering the oath to senators. Rule 5 grants him general power to execute decisions of the Senate where necessary, which would include, for example, signing a summons the Senate ordered to be issued to the person impeached, or signing a subpoena that the Senate had agreed to issue. In Rule XIII, was it Rule 13? Uh, or Rule 8? I'm not sure. I, I, no, Rule 13, I believe. I hate Roman numerals. They're so confusing. Directs the presiding officer to cause the proclamation to be declared at the start of each day, commanding those present to keep silent. Rule 16 requires that, parties, that the parties to the case the House managers, and the impeached officer and his counsel addressing the presiding officer when proposing motions, objecting to proceedings, or making any request related to the trial. As mentioned above in rule, I'm not sure what the rule is, the number is on this rule, but requires the presiding officer to read aloud any question submitted in writing by a senator. The presiding officer also puts the question on the vote on the articles of impeachment pursuant to Rule 23, I'm hoping I'm guessing that one right, and as described above, the presiding officer of the trial can vote when he or she is a senator. If the vice president is presiding over a trial, and if there is a tie vote, then the vice president may vote. In, pre- in presidential impeachment trials, however, the vice president cannot preside and cannot vote. The chief justice, when presiding over an impeachment trial, would not be expected to vote, even in the case of a tie. If a vote on a question results in a tie, the question is decided in the negative. Now, it says here, when the Senate convenes as a court of impeachment, it is in a distinct procedural mode, different from legislation sessions, where it considers bills and resolutions and executive session, where it considers treaties and nominations. In addition to having its own set of rules, the court of impeachment also keeps a separate journal. The journal is the constitutionally required record of parliamentary actions taken by the Senate. Business in these distinct procedural modes is kept entirely separate. For example, bills and resolutions cannot be introduced when the Senate is in the mode of sitting for a trial, and committee reports cannot be filed. This might mean that the Senate chooses to spend some priority, some period of a day meeting in legislative or executive session 
and also spend the period meeting as court of impeachment in order to provide an opportunity for other actions to occur. For some legislative actions, unanimous consent may effectively be required. Notably, the Senate must have a period for morning business in legislative session for various actions to occur, including the introduction of legislation and the filing of committee reports. In modern practice, this is provided for a unanimous consent agreements for each day the Senate meets. The Senate would need to reach a similar unanimous consent agreement for for legislative sessions held on days during the trial in order for these actions to be allowed. Alternatively, the Senate would agree by unanimous consent to arrange other methods for these actions to occur, even though the Senate has not met that day in legislative session. The impeachment rules provide for the Senate to convene for an impeachment trial at noon, every day except Sunday, after a trial has begun. While this might have been the expected schedule in the middle of the 19th century, the impeachment rules also provide for the Senate to modify the schedule by order. In order, in modern practice, the Senate has adjusted the meetings, the meeting days and times. Most often, the Senate agreed by unanimous consent to the time of the next meeting. Alternatively, a motion to adjourn the Senate sitting in a trial of impeachment to a time certain is subject to amendment, but it is not debatable and could be agreed to by a majority vote. The Senate also could agree to an order altering the default time of the Senate to sit for the trial each day, and this order would not be subject to debate. In short, a numerical majority can determine the day and times of meeting for an impeachment trial. Impeachment Rule 13 also provides that when the trial adjourns, the Senate resumes consideration of legislative or executive business. The rule states, the adjournment of the Senate sitting in said trial shall not operate as an adjournment of the Senate. As a result, it is possible for the Senate to convene to conduct business in legislative or executive session before noon. Convene the trial at noon pursuant to the rules or at some other time if decided by the Senate. Adjourn the impeachment trial for the day and return to legislative or executive session to conduct more business. The Senate could also meet for other purposes on days the Senate is not meeting for the trial. Hold on a second here. uh... In the modern judicial trials and during the Clinton trial, the Senate did conduct other business on some of the days on which it also considered articles of impeachment. Limited legislative business was accomplished during the six weeks of the Clinton trial, but that trial occurred at the very start of the 106th Congress, 1999 to 2000. 
while committees were still organizing and legislation may have still may have still been developing. Other factors could certainly affect the ability of the Senate to approve legislation while a trial is being conducted. Bipartisan support is generally necessary to take up most legislation in the Senate, and forming such coalitions could be challenging if the impeachment proceedings are contentious. The intention of senators and their staff might also have expected to be directed toward impeachment proceedings. In addition, it is not clear how some procedures that apply to the consideration of legislation and nominations in the Senate are impacted when the Senate sits for an impeachment trial. For example, if cloture was filed on a matter in legislative session and the Senate was sitting in trial when the cloture motion matured, it is not clear if the Senate would vote on the cloture motion at, the, at that time or instead, not until it adjourned the trial for the day. It is also not clear how legislation to be considered under expedited procedure statute, such as the Congressional Review Act, the War Powers Resolution, or the Trade Act, each of which provide for specific Senate actions at, certain, at times certain, could be impacted by a Senate trial. All right, that was, a little, that was a big mouthful. But I want to go back, and I want to reiterate. I want to go through some of these, um, what it says here. Um, And, that, and that's in relation to what um, uh, hang on a second hopefully I just did that uh, where is it George, what, um, what was the name of the, I mean, as far as who printed that article that you were reading, talking about Leahy possibly taking Robert's place? That came out, that, that was from Newsmax. Okay, just curious. Now, it says here, let me, and it bears repeating, the impeachment rules make several other references to the presiding officer of the trial. Impeachment rule four restates the constitutional requirement that when the President of the United States has been impeached, the Chief Justice of the United States shall serve as the presiding officer. Impeachment Rule 3 tasks the presiding officer with administering the oath to senators. Rule 5 grants him general power to execute decisions of the Senate where necessary which would include, for example, signing a summons the Senate ordered to be issued to the person impeached or signing a subpoena that the Senate had agreed to issue. Rule 13 directs the President 
excuse me, the presiding officer to cause the proclamation to be declared at the start of each day, commanding those present to keep silent. Uh, And I believe this is Rule 16 uh, that requires the parties to the case. Basically, what it comes down to is the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court is supposed to be the presiding officer over Mm -hmm. a president over a president an impeachment trial of the of of a sitting president yes it's required this 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 man john donald john trump is a by technically by technicality a former president therefore he's a private citizen once again that means that this senate trial is completely out of order it is completely unnecessary it should not be happening yep null and void but the democrats changed the rules to suit their purposes even though this information that i just read to everyone makes it clear that there is only one way for this to happen. And it was updated four days ago. No, this, if you look at the date yeah. that it was done, it was, done, it was updated in January of 2020. Yeah, four Not days this ago. this year. Oh, you're We're in 2021. You're right. You're right. So obviously they're trying to circumvent their own uh, circumvent these rules. Mm-hmm. And the chief justice he needs to step up to the plate and say, "Look, I'm not presiding over this Senate trial." Senator Leahy cannot preside over the impeachment of a president because he is not the chief justice of the Supreme Court. Therefore, this whole Senate trial is invalid. And why Republicans don't go to the chief justice and say, look, you're not presiding over this trial, but yet Leahy will? It It violates the Constitution. It violates the rules of the Senate. And... Leahy agreed to him. The rules of the Senate, that is. The the Supreme Court of the United States could act on this. They could, in a New York minute. Especially if the Chief Justice has already made it clear he's not going to he's not presiding over this uh, Senate impeachment trial. And I think John Roberts. As Chief Justice, should do should, should convene the, the the SCOTUS and rule on the constitutionality of a Senate trial that is by definition unconstitutional and in violation of Senate rules, because he's the only judicial power for a presidential impeachment trial, and since Trump's not the president kind of puts them in a catch-22. Now, somebody, I I think it was Cherokee Rose, uh, that said, let me scroll back here. Yes, 
A little while ago, Cherokee Rose said on Periscope, exactly, it's a sham, a show, political posturing. That's what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is political posturing. It is completely and totally wrong. And Republicans, you need to step up to the plate and, and state what the, and, 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 and fight this. Because this, having Leahy preside over a presidential impeachment trial, that is in direct violation of Senate rules, and you know it, and you need to step up and do it ASAP before February 8th. Because who, what, what, he's going to preside over, he's going to be the the presiding officer over a a presidential impeachment and issue the oaths, swear in the the impeachment managers and, and so forth. Can you say lopsided? Can you say, oh, bias trial? Gunslinger, you heard what I just read. You heard everything that was said. Your thoughts? Well, it's just a fucking mockery. They're making a mockery out of the whole damn thing. Okay, they're making a mockery out of the judicial system. They're making a mockery out of the court system. This is a fucking kangaroo fucking circus court is what what they're doing right now. And look who the clowns are, okay? I, I'm surprised there's not a guy walking through the the Senate chamber saying, "Get your hot dogs, get your cotton candy, get your get your hot you know your hot wings, all this shit," because that's exactly what it is. I'm looking for the ringleader to come out to bring out the clowns and the midgets and the and the circus animals, okay? Because this is what it's become, okay? A fucking joke. That whole fucking thing is a fucking joke, and a bad one at that. I mean, this is a this is what we're going to base our great judicial system of this country on. This is what the founding fathers of this country wanted to wanted this country to to to, to become. I don't think so. Okay, I really don't think so. Okay, you know they're fucking turning over in their grave and oh, probably putting their musket balls back in their goddamn their uh, their their uh, you know their black powder pistols. I, I would be too. If these idiots that we've allowed to do exactly what they're doing is beyond me. I mean, I thought we was a country of laws. Well, obviously not. You know, it's just like I've always said, you know, the, obviously it's coming be true more and more and more every day that, uh, you know, the, the law is like a whore. The more you pay it, the more you can fuck it. Okay, because <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Seriously, it, it 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 has it has it has degraded to that to that level. <laughs> really, go ahead. <laughs> All right, gun, don't mind walking away. Right on. 
Yay. I like that. That was, that, that was a like very, nice, very nice very nice report, Yeah, tell me about it. It, it was whew, two thumbs way up on that one, brother. Seriously. Uh, I just showed an image that was posted in the FFNO News and Topic Room on, on Facebook. Uh, and by the way, Jerky Rose says he's right, laughing out loud. And yes, I agree. He's right. <laughs> and I just showed a, an image while you were talking, Gunslinger, because you're the one who posted it at the time. And uh, I'll bring this up one more time here. Hold on a second. Let me uh, now. It, now, now this. I thought this. I thought this image was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Oh my god. It's, uh, it's on the back windshield. It, it is the following: Joe and the Ho, the Smith and Blow tour, and on the tail on the tailgate, BLM. Biden loves minors. <laughs> wow, that was good. I saw that. I was reading it as you're reading. I'm like, oh my gosh, that nails it. That's hilarious, but it's true. You know, as far as the BLM part, the the other part is just good, good natured humor, because it's Joe and the Ho. Sorry, Kamala Cameltoe. <laughs> it's political satire. <laughs> exactly. Certainly. No, no, no. Yep. They're fair game now. <laughs> no, we're a bunch of wise guys. No, 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 no. Dun, 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 dun. Joe Biden, Captain Sabaho. <laughs> there you go. It's perfect. Oh my god. Oh that is that is just too funny. I'm sorry. That is just too funny. I mean, you look at that and it's like Ouch cub bull. Ballsy, but I All love right. it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it can't it, it it doesn't get any wilder and crazier, but when the fat, when the, when it comes right down to it, if the truth hurts Democrats, you'll get over it eventually. Yep. Oh, and by the way, all right. By the by, yes. For all you CNN watchers out there that just might be listening, um, your wish to have Trump never run again is not going to happen. Not only just because of the impeachment's a sham, but you have this new freshman uh, Congresswoman that says that she wants to invoke the 14th Amendment against, um, you know, the lawmakers like uh, Cruz and uh, what's the other one's name, Holly and Mo Brooks and those guys. But (laughs) the 14th Amendment, it was enacted, you know, when the Civil War came about, and basically it says you have to be naturally born, um, equal protection under the laws, and the amendment also prohibits people who have taken an oath to protect the Constitution from serving in office after they've engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the country. So 
Um, yeah, nobody's done that as far as engaged in insurrection or rebellion, including the president, because she intends to try and impose it on the president to keep him from running again, So, if he so desires. Um, but, of course, it won't happen until he decides to run, and then she'll try and implement it. But that doesn't apply. It doesn't apply. There's no way to make it stick. So they're just gaslighting people. Well, yeah, they're, they're basically gaslighting everybody with, with all kinds of bullshit to try and muddy the waters, okay? First of all, as a, as a private citizen, the Senate, by rights, cannot preside a, an impeachment trial over a private citizen. That's number one, Okay. If he committed, if he actually, if he had committed an actual crime, okay, and if they believed he did, and they have alleged evidence to support and substantiate the allegation, then they would have to have uh, him arrested and formally charged. Well, now that would introduce all kinds of hell. So they're not going to go that route. Okay? The other problem for the Democrats is the fact that when you're sitting there trying to make a case against a private citizen to remove him from office, an office that he's not sitting in anymore, um, the Senate has no control over private citizens in this regard. So... What does that mean? It means that the Senate is trying to say, we have the authority to, to remove from office a former president of the United States of America, and we have the right to use this Senate trial to prevent that person from ever running for public office again. No, that's not correct. This trial is nothing more than a, than, than a total scuzzball sham. It has no weight of, or, or, or bearing. It has no rule of law to support it. Not against a private citizen. Patrick Leahy is, is going to be the biggest joke to preside over a, an impeachment trial of a president that no longer sits as president. I'll tell you what, folks, between you and me and the four winds, there isn't anyone on this planet that can tell me that the United States Senate has the right to hold a trial against a private citizen that is no longer the sitting president of the United States of America and have the legal authority to prevent that person from ever running for public office again. No, they don't. And all these scholars that they keep quoting are nothing more than CNN contributors and pundits, MSNBC contributors and pundits. In other words, they're all assholes, and they're talking out of their asshole. Now then, 
I've got an image here that I'm going to show in just a moment. But Senator Hawley uh, did an op-ed in the New York Post uh, recently. And that led to the following image in the New York Post. Senator Hawley says, time to take a stand against canceled the muzzling of America. This has to do with the censorship that's going on. Now, I, I'm not sure how true it is. I've only seen one item on it so far. But someone is out there claiming that MeWe is now going the route of censorship. I have not witnessed that in any way, shape, or form, so I cannot say whether it's true or not. But the muzzling of America, ladies and gentlemen, think about that for a moment. The muzzling of America, we've seen how big tech went after Parler and effectively, oh, excuse me, shut them down. Claiming that their terms of service did nothing for the uh, to to stop, you know, they said nothing about you know removing violent content and all this other bullshit. Well, here's something to think about, and I want you to really think hard, folks. How long is it going to be before the Congress? the Senate, put forward legislation to make it a treasonable offense to say anything against anyone in government. In other words, I wonder how long it would take the Democrats to put together legislation and have Biden sign it that says it would be it would be a viol- it, you would be char- you can be charged with treason if you say anything against a sitting president, member of Congress, member of the Senate. If they can get away, if they're able to get away with the Senate trial, which I hope to God the Republicans will wise up and wake up and, and put a stop to it, find a way to stop this shit from happening. I hope that Chief Justice John Roberts finds a way to put something, put the brakes on this, but good. But if they get away with the Senate trial, what are they going to do? Perp walk former President Donald Trump out of, out of the building and tell him, you are, as a former President of the United States, 
you are now formally removed from office. If, the, if I were in Trump's shoes, I'd look at Leahy and go, <laughs> I'm not the sitting president, you moron. This has, nothing, this has no effect on me, legally. But the muscling of America, I fear this is what they'll, they'll try to do. Something tells me that, they're going to, that they might try something like this. I'm not going to sit here and say that they will do it, but it's a possibility. Because the muzzling of America, the censoring of conservatives, the ambush of people having an opposing point of view in America today that does not jive with the Democrats and their agenda, big tech takes great exception to that's why I nicknamed Facebook Face Crook and Twitter Twitless. Folks, what, is it, what, what do you see as the most likely next step in a Democrat-controlled government against we the people as far as trying to silence us through the cancel culture. Suzanne, I'll start with you. Hello? Hello, sorry about that. We had I had her taken it off the Bluetooth and so I had to fix my speaker. Oh. Uh, did you hear what I said, though? Were you able to hear anything I said? Yes, he said yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, basically, what do you what do you and Suzette see as a possible next step in the cancel culture silencing of conservatives? What do you think they'll try next? That's a good one because there's they're they're after so many issues of going after people. I would say they would have to, um, you know, actually find people, take them to court, and and sue them. They're actually starting to, to uh, get rid of leftists too. Leftists. Oh, they're going after leftists too, as I just said. So they're the ones pissing the moon mostly mostly about this, I guess. Right now. Yeah. Right now, I guess. Hmm. I, I mean, yeah, because. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. I was just shaming's not good. Shaming other Americans is just not American anymore. People can't take it. I mean, you know, they 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 call people conspiracy theorists when they have an opinion about something that's truth. Or, or I shouldn't say opinion. I mean, when it, the truth comes out, it hurts. And uh, this world, this this country's just not ready for that, you know. And black people are still want reparations. 
Yeah, they're, 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 during the rioting last summer, there was a woman out there who said that, you know, basically, she's, she, to paraphrase what she said, they broke into stores and stole merchandise, right? She said that by that t- that taking this stuff, she considers it reparations. Well, how that's the what fuck it is. is stealing somebody's merchandise reparations? Well, if that's the case, George, then we're paid up. That was it. You guys got you shot your wad. Exactly. They shot their load. They they I mean, shot they, their fucking load. And, and they're hurt. They're hurting America. You know, hurting corporations and, and companies like that. Because there's people that work there that depend on the living. There's the, the town people that live there. They depend on that store to be open up. And now it's not there no more. And it, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt Baltimore especially. Is that uh, I, I'm sure you saw the skit where that lady was talking about that they burned her stores down. Now she has nowhere to go. It's going to be so long before anything comes back because here in L.A. when the Rodney King riots happened, all the stores that got burnt down never came back. And that area is now coming back, but it's not coming back the way they, they thought it was going to. And then again, a lot of them moved out. Um, the person calling in on a block number, normally speaking, I do not take block numbers. So I'm just going to leave you sitting there to listen. That has been the policy of this broadcast for a long time and will continue to be so unless I know it's someone, unless it's someone I know and they let me know that they're, 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 they are the block number calling in, at which time that I would, I would bring them on. But since I don't know who it is, I am not taking any unnecessary risks. So feel free to sit and listen. But, you know, it's, it's – Gunslinger, let me, let me go to you um, – and uh, let me let me get your thoughts on, on 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 this. What do you see as the next possible step in the cancel culture's attack on conservative voices and so forth? What do you see them doing next, or a possibility? With these idiots, with, with these idiots. It's not. It's really hard to, to determine. I, like I said, these people are so fucked up in the head. It's not even funny. Okay, it's like it's like you're you're approaching some type of animal, and you don't know whether it has rabies or not. I mean, do you approach it? Is it going to attack you? Is it going to? You don't know. Unless you take the animal to the vet and get it, you know, tested to see if it has rabies. But just looking at it, unless it's advanced cases of rabies, you won't know it. And these people are the same way. These are rabid animals. Some are even showing, you know, severe signs, while others are not. Okay? 
What can you do with them? How, what is their next move? You know, you cannot. <laughs> I, my daddy, a long time ago, told me, son, you better not ever be caught with your pants down. Okay? In more than one fashion. All right? And in this particular fashion, I'm going to say it's never be caught without your fucking gun. Okay? Because it's coming to that. There ain't no fucking way. I don't care how you want to look at it. I don't care what language you look at it. It's coming to that. When you have a a a hell of a country like we have, okay, when this kind of this kind of commie bastard tactics are being or was used, it ain't maybe used. It has been used. Then what else are you going to get? Who are you going to call when they? Who are you going to call when they come for you? Okay. Uh, I've said this a zillion times. The only person that can protect yourself is go look and stand in front of the fucking mirror. Okay. And the person looking back at you is going to be the one that's going to be protecting yourself. Okay. Because nobody else going to uh, call 911 and die. Oh, call 911. Oh, we'll be there. Oh, 40 minutes. <laughs> can you make them coffee before they fucking shoot your ass? <laughs> you know, maybe a donut. <laughs> We'll bring some, you know. It's a fucking joke, okay? Why do you think I fucking wear a three fifty seven Magnum on my side? Got the motherfucker on right now. Even though I'm sitting in the safety of my home, at my desk, I still have this fucking deadly fucking weapon on my side. Because I never know who is going to come down that driveway, okay? I have protection in, in place. Okay. In fact, I got it in the mail three weeks ago. It's called a fucking outdoor security camera. I can see the driveway. I can see the gate. In fact, I just ordered another one about 15 minutes ago. You'll be here in, you know, in about a week where I can completely see the entire area out there right here on my other computer in color and night vision. Okay. So... Unless they come through the ceiling, <laughs> okay, good luck on that one at the metal ceiling. Uh, I'm pretty well prepared that I can see them coming, and I know how to react. That's why you got to do with these fuckers. We know what they're up to. We know what, they, what they're capable of doing, because they're capable of doing any fucking thing, really. Okay? You have to be prepared in case these fuckers go ballistic. And what does a rabid dog eventually do? They go ballistic. They go crazy because that rabies eats their fucking brains completely and turns it into mush. And that's exactly what's happened to these people. Okay? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong. Because, you know, like a, like a, rabid, like a rabid animal, that's exactly the way they behave. You really do. Well, well, with your guys' rabbit rabbit animal theory, though, I'm kind of a little skeptical of that because if the animal's rabid and you don't know it, then you deserve to get bit. And if going out in the middle of the night and howling at the moon, well, then you pretty much uh, shouldn't shouldn't have been around the animal or had the animal, right? Not necessarily. No, no. It's just like your dog. I mean, your dog could be to disappear for 
a few seconds and might be come in contact with a skunk or something like okay. that, and the skunk might have rabies. Okay, you won't know it for, I don't know, I don't know what the incubation period of rabies is, but it's probably a few days. The In that time frame, your dog will be acting just perfectly normal. But all of a sudden, boom, it starts showing symptoms. These fuckers have already shown symptoms. They've they've been bitten a long time ago. There ain't no doubt. Okay, they really have. They've been bitten right on the ass a long time ago. Okay. So they're beyond that stage now. They're beyond the the well. Do do they? Does it have or not? No. We know that they got rabies now. Okay. Because anybody that that's doing this shit like they're doing right now against a president. And he still, I could still consider him still the president because this cocksucker in the White House is not my president. Maybe yours, but a damn show ain't mine. Uh, you see what they're doing? They're making a mockery of the entire system that our founding fathers back in the day set up. Okay? They, it's just, you might as well go and piss on their grave. Okay? That's how much disrespect these motherfuckers are doing. And they should be held accountable and they should be put in prison. Or worse. I won't say what worse is, but you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. I get you. Thank you for that, though. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I've got a caller from the uh, from a toll-free number of all things. Can you skip? Can you accept um, quick calls? Big one. You accept click calls? I I do not know because it's it's not my phone system. No. So and there's, there's no way to do it through, through the switchboard. But eight 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 is calling in. Triple eight. Go ahead. Uh, hello, George. Yes, go ahead. Hey, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Well, I yeah, you know, I'm just watching your stream and everything, and uh, I uh, have a couple questions to to ask you because you know I, I go to school still. Uh, I'm still pretty young, and uh, you know I, I usually get made fun of, you know, for my political opinions in school and uh i was just kind of wondering like if you had any any like advice for me uh kind of like how to defend myself against like you know people they call me like i mean you know they they call me names and stuff and it's uh kind of embarrassing you know well caller let me put this to you okay i've been around the political spectrum for the last 39 years Okay, I've seen a lot of people get attacked uh, for their political views and so forth, uh, made fun of, you know, and 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 attacked in in that way, so much so that it it's you know it's it's difficult to imagine anyone having to endure that kind of stupidity. But the best advice I can give you, and I think the best advice anyone could give uh, a young voter. Uh, in today's climate especially, 
is you know you, you hear comments, you read comments uh, from people that are that are attacking you, making fun of you, and so forth. If they're saying it verbally, just let it go one in ear in one ear and out the other. Okay, because as the old saying goes, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Okay, when it comes to attacking you for your political views. If they're, if they're making fun of you, just ignore them. That's your best bet. That truly is your best bet. And that caller uh, has dropped from the line. Oh, but, uh, that, that's, that's my advice. I smell a troll anyway, and it wasn't Joe Biden either. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were asking them if they deserve it, though. They must, they must deserve to be called their names, be names and stuff. And some that are deserved, they just, you know, are in denial. Especially but if they're liberals. But in general, I, I think, you know, in, in, you know, to play the devil's advocate, I think what the, the caller was, was being, you know, was being sincere in his question at least in that respect, uh, whether the person was a troll or not uh, didn't sound like it. Not the, the question sounded legitimate. I mean, if somebody asked me, if I'm walking down the street and somebody recognizes me and goes, "Hey, George, listen, you know, I, I'm 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 young, I'm in school, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm young in voting and stuff, and I'm being made fun of and I'm being attacked for my political views and my opinions and stuff." What do you suggest I do? You know, I'm not going to sit there and not give them some some kind of constructive advice. You know, it just it just wouldn't be right. Um, the the fact is, you know, conservatives are attacked daily. We conservatives are attacked on a regular basis by the left, and. While many may consider me biased, in my opinion sometimes, let me be clear on something. And I've said this from, the, from day one. If you're a Republican and you're in office and you're doing things you know, that benefit the American people, I'm going to say so. If you're doing things that don't benefit the American people that are dead wrong, I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to call you up on the carpet for it. And the same thing applies with Democrats. You know, it's, it's not a question of political party anymore. It's a question of what that congressman or that senator uh, or even that president or that vice president is doing. If, if what they're doing is beneficial to the American people, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let people know about it. And the same with the opposite effect. If they're doing things that are completely wrong and... Uh, you know, do, and 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 do nothing for the American people, but their own agenda. Well, I'm going to call them up on the carpet for it. You know, it's it's as simple as that. There is no middle ground. You know, it's like I, I've said before. I'm an equal opportunity offender. I will tell you when you're a fucking moron, and I will tell you when you're. A, I'll tell you when you're a nice person. It depends on how you how you act and how and what you do. If you're a, if well, you're a politician, do. that's the bottom line. Yeah, but sometimes you just can't be the punching bag all the time, too, and and accept the, what they're going to tell you. 
I mean, I don't know. Gun, what do you think? That guy had rabies? I think I think what that young man was is experiencing, and and, and I and I and I, I I can say with some certainty, uh, I have been on the receiving end of a lot of uh, disparaging comments over the years, and I and I've been attacked over the years, as many people who have tuned, have tuned into this broadcast will attest to. But the bottom line is. Unless you really know me, you don't know me. And if you want, and if you get on my bad side, you really don't want to know me. But if you, but if you're, if you're cool with me, and you're straight with me, and you don't attack me, and you treat me fair, I'm going to treat you fair. Go after me, and it all bets are off, baby, because I will not put up with it for long. Take that to the bank, but that's just me. Not everyone is sure of how to how to act in this cancel culture atmosphere that we live in right now. So, hopefully, my advice uh, is helpful to that young man. And again, I, I'm not going to sit here and 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 say that that person was a troll because I don't suspect that's the case. But that's just me, okay. I've been doing this long enough where you, you can you, you can ferret out the fools from the genuine articles. So, and sometimes I, I am sometimes I get caught unaware, and it happens. Sometimes they fool me. But like that old saying: "Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time, and bitch, you are in deep shit." I will not be kind. I will not be nice. I will not be friendly. I will give you 10,000 times worse than you'll ever think of giving me. And that you can take to the bank. Can you do that George Bush style? Not really. You know, in all these years, I could never do it. The only George Bush I could do was George H.W. His voice is the only one I can come close to doing. How about Clinton? You do Clinton well. <clears throat> well, there's a reason why I could do Bill Clinton very well. is because, well, he's an easy <laughs> asshole to imitate because he sounds like a raspy son of a bitch that doesn't know any better. I mean, look what the fuck he's married to. And I, oh, I'm sorry, Hillary, I'll behave, I'll be good. <laughs> I won't say any more bad about you again. <laughs> so trust me when I say I, I can imitate certain presidents. You know, like the one I I, I, I I used to love joking around with and still do, is when I sit there and you know how most impressionists do the uh, Richard Nixon impression. Now I now because I'm on camera, I can do the full impression. Where he puts the fingers up in the air and he's sitting, you know, shaking from side to side with his noggin, like he's trying to rattle his brains into position, and sit there and go, "I know very well, I know very well that I was a crook, but I won't admit to it. No, 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 I did a lot of dirty shit, and that's the truth. I did a lot of dirty shit, and you know, and have fun with it." I will. 
They do help. When I do, you when do, I that. do my impression of Ronald Reagan, some people think I'm being disrespectful to Ronald Reagan. Okay, but I'm not. Okay? It's like, well, if anyone ever asks, uh, well, you know, how, is, how, how did I get along, uh, well, in the White House with uh, other people, uh, well, uh, I got along because I knew to, to say only certain things, uh, well, to, uh, well, uh, and, and then you, because it's that uh, well that, you know, kind of gets the repetitiveness of it. But then there's George H.W. Bush. And the only phrase that I can use with his voice is, read my lips, no new taxes. I can't do George W. Bush because his voice is like the most difficult for me. I can't even do I People have asked me, can you do an impression of Barack Obama? I guess you have to ask that. Sorry, I don't. I don't do impressions of people kissing somebody's ass. Oh, it just doesn't work for me. All you got to do is say that's kind of a catch twenty-two. You just got to just throw some brother in there and just say, "Let me be perfectly clear." As soon as you say that, you know that's Obama. Uh, let me be perfectly clear. There we go. And. Let me also say that I believe that Joe Biden is a wonderful president. He is straightforward and to the point. He doesn't, and I, but then he, never mind, folks. I, to be perfectly clear, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's not bad. Off the cuff. That is my cheesy. Obama impression. Okay, I'm sorry, it's cheesy, but it's you know. But but when you think about it, you know, um, there have been impressionists over the years. Rich Little, one of the uh, most recognized uh, satirists with impressions there is in all of entertainment. Um, when you look at him doing certain characters, uh, certain, when I say characters, I mean like certain presidents, when he does Nixon, Carter, Reagan. Oh, and I can do Carter too. Uh, by the way, my name is Jimmy Carter, and of course, I'm a former president of the United States, and of course, you must understand that while I brought the peanuts, my brother Billy brought the beer. So it was a perfect symmetry for the White House bar. We had a mini bar in the in the Oval Office, and he supplied plenty of Billy Bear. And <laughs> in the jar, I put peanuts. Where Reagan will probably put jelly beans. Well, the reason I put uh, jelly beans in uh, the jar is because they're not salty and they taste better. No one does Ford. I could never do Ford. That is the one. He is he's one tough voice to to to, to really impersonate. Rich Little does it very well. He does do Ford very well. Doesn't do it very often, but he does it. He does Ford's voice very well. See, when you do vocal impressions like that, you you have to work at it for years. 
It took me years to get Jimmy Carter down to a science. It took me years to get Ronald Reagan's voice down to a science. Bill Clinton was easy. All I have to do is, is make my voice a little raspy and, and sound like this. And, of course, there's, there's a reason for it. See, if I sound like this, and it, does, it doesn't work because the raspiness isn't there. But if I put a little raspiness in my voice, there's Bill Clinton. Oh, sweetheart, please, uh, let me zip up my fly. Okay? And don't get it on your, on your dress now. Hillary will find out, and I'll be in trouble. I'll be in the doghouse again. So, you know, for many years uh, since I put up the uh, production company website, I have put up there uh, my wanting to do, voc- to do voice announcements, you know, being a voice actor. Basically, that's what, you know, a lot of these voices come into play for. Um, I even do a, a great impression of this of some guy named George Sinzer, who, for the life of me, I haven't figured him out, but I, I can do his voice. Want to want to hear the impression of, the, of that guy? Here it is. Yeah. And there it is. That's Harpo Marx. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> it's the Charlie Chaplin voice. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Remember, he was silent pictures. Yeah, I do. Hey, George, if you you know what you were talking about, uh, I did get no stain on her on her dress. Play this little clip. You will fucking bust a gut. It's in the Mixler chat. Oop. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. There it is. <laughs> Oh well, in that in that case, hold on a second. Let me bring up the the fader on my. Instead of instead of on her dress, on, instead of on her dress, it's on 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 her pillow. Play oh. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Let me bring this up here. Here it comes. Uh, well, it will as soon as I actually. Hit play on the. Brace yourselves, everybody. She went away and left me. Lord, she never said a word. And even if she would have told me, I probably never would have heard. Well, she won't say no other woman, honey. Could ever lay up in her bed Now there's come stains on the pillow But she won't say to
stop it because it's not coming through properly on the uh, platforms. It's really not uh, from, the clip, from the clip computer. So I'm going to have to play it through the main broadcast computer. So hopefully you all can hear this. <sighs> Just goes to show there are some things in life that have to be done hard. So for everyone on the phone lines, you're not going to hear it. So I'm going to play it, but I will ask everyone to just wait until I say, okay, we're, it's done. So this way you know when to uh, chime in or what have you. Okay, here goes nothing. My apologies again for the clip computer's lack of uh, proper audible uh, working. God, that sucks. But here it goes.
Okay, there you go, folks. Uh, the guy who sang that, by the way, goes by the name of David Allen Coe. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gunslinger, you sure know how to bring up a good one. Ay, 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 ay. I know how to pick them, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you do. You know you, No, but that was good. I like that. That was good. Um, definitely, definitely going to have to keep that one in, uh, for future reference. Uh, no doubt about that, especially when it comes to Bill Clinton. Well, now wait a minute. There were, we weren't in bed. We were we were under the resolute. She was under the resolute desk, and I. Will you shut up, Clinton? But I, I said shut up. But I shut up. Oh, okay then. You must know Hillary. No, thank God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to bring up the uh, the 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 remaining. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of five thousand soldiers that are still in D.C. Now they're claiming this is because of an active threat, but I don't see how that could possibly be. Okay? All right. Uh, let me see here. Oh, didn't you know it? I didn't bookmark that story. Let me see if I can ferret it out here. Now, check this out. Newsmax, I'm just going to read the headline. Uh, Newsmax.com is reporting, impeachment trial has to happen. This is, a, this is what Biden is saying. But he doesn't think Senate will convict. This is being reported by Newsmax. Whoa, ho, ho. Go figure that one out, folks. Now, I'm still trying to track down the uh, information on... Ah! Here we go. Here it is. National Guard considering leaving 7,000 members in D.C. until March. Check this out, everybody. National Guard officials are working on a plan to call for as many as 7,000 Guard members to remain on duty in Washington, D.C. until around mid-March. This is being reported by Military.com. About 25,600 Guard members were in the nation's capital to provide security during the inauguration of Joe Biden. Guard officials last week announced 
about 15,000 Air and Army National Guard troops would remain, excuse me, would begin returning to their home states. But officials said they may have up to 7,000 troops remain in D.C. through March 12th, with details still in the planning stages, an unnamed Guard official told Military.com. Any Guard members who stay past the original 31-day mobilization order will be on a volunteer basis. Nahaku McFadden, a spokesman for the National Guard Bureau, told Military.com. McFadden said, we are not going to make anybody stay. Guard officials said last week, troops in the nation's capital and across the nation didn't face a single security threat on Inauguration Day. We not only had 26,000 here in D.C., but there were also 7,000 supporting 30 state capitals around the country. Air Force Major General Stephen Norris, Director of Domestic Operations and Force Force Development for the National Guard Bureau, told Military.com. There were no incidents that I know of. It was really remarkable with our state's working with their local law enforcement. So they're talking about having 7,000 National Guard members remaining in D.C. until March 12th. Um, And, of course, at that point, it's past the 31-day threshold, and these, these National Guard soldiers would be there on a voluntary basis. I don't see... people volunteering to stay. I really don't. Uh, I suspect they're going to go back home because why would they they do that? What active threat is still looming? All right. Let me go to to, uh, Rob and Suzette. And then I'll grab Gunslinger's comments. And, of course, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what they say. So, Suzette and Rob, over to you. Uh, well, I'll go with, isn't it the state governors that that, that sent, each state sends a certain amount of, out there, right, to Washington or I believe that if they were called in uh, by the National Guard Bureau, uh, it becomes voluntary after 31 days. Uh, The states, the the governors of the states, especially, uh, we're talking about 30, we're talking 50 states, many of whom are Republican governors. So they they would refuse to send National Guard troops. If they're called up by the National Guard Bureau, by you know, to to be on active duty uh, in the in the nation's capital, uh, I suspect that what's what happens at that point is it's out of the governor's hands because it's at it's at the federal deployment level. So so the the Fed they get paid by the feds then, and by the right. state. So the state like right. say California. Send them. I could see them send them in there, 
to the state can't pay him anyways, so better off just keep him out there and let them take care of the bill. Well, again, it, it, if, if after 31 days uh, there, there's a continued uh, military presence in D.C., it is then at that point on a volunteer basis. Those soldiers would have to volunteer to do that. And I don't see that happening. Right. Uh, like, like, uh, Rose, go ahead. Because Cherokee Rose said in the chat room on, on Periscope, wow, continued military occupation of D.C. What are they afraid of? See, this is what the, the question that comes to yeah, mind. Uh, Florida DeSantis brought his, his, um, his, troops. his troops home because uh, they were dead. After he found out that they were in the garage on the floor, uh, below 40 weather, um, he brought he brought his people home back to Florida. Yeah, because um, yeah, didn't Donald Trump offer those soldiers that were sleeping in the garage hotel rooms in his hotel? Uh-huh. Yep. Now that's a leader. That's a leader. He's not in the office anymore, but he's still led by example. He said, "Oh no, 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 no. Yep. We're not no, you guys are not sleeping in a in a fucking garage." Hell no, ladies and gentlemen. One bathroom, two stalls, and only one outlet, and it's 40 degrees outside. Get the fuck up and go and take a walk over to and head over to the to the to the hotel. Uh, you heard they about be, the, they will have rooms new, ready and raring for you. Like Trump's new offices, right? Yeah, I brought that up uh, in my talking points. Trump from Mar-a-Lago, Florida, created the office of the former president. He established the office of the former president. Well, Joe Biden established the office of the president-elect. So why can't Trump do that? Exactly. It costs $2.6 million a day for the guard to be there in D.C. Yeah, and the taxpayers are paying the bill. The taxpayers foot the bill for it. Yeah, Why have the, the inauguration long since over? It's five, six days later. There's no need for them to be there anymore. There's no active threat that I'm aware of. Could you okay. give them an inch? You go ahead, Suzette. Oh, I was just saying you give them an inch and they take a mile. They said only till the inauguration, and we knew it wasn't going to be just till then. And then it was going to be, you know, shortly after to fly them back. And it's like now it's till March. You know, now it, then it'll be till November. You know, there's no need. It's the insanity of the Democrats. Yep. Now. I'll tell you something. Between you, me, and the, and, and the four winds and that lamppost that you do not see, 
<laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there's no threat, no reason to keep them there. Send them home. Are we becoming a, a military dictatorship because of this? What do you think, that Gunslinger? Light posted it. Gun, where'd you go? Oh, yeah, here I am. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. There's easy. There's, there's one simple uh, uh, answer to that. Is that yeah? They still they these idiots that were inside that that Capitol building when those people stormed them, whatever you want to call it. They're scared. They're shaking in their fucking boots. Okay, their shoes. Their suits, their G-strings, I don't care. They're shaking in them, okay? Because they have pushed the people so fucking far now. They don't know what to expect, just like that rabbit, that's just like that rabid dog. Those fucking idiots, I think they have, they have pushed the people too fucking far, okay? Because they're still 75 to 80 plus million pissed off Trump supporters out here in society. As the old saying goes, you know, it ain't over till the fat lady sings, and I ain't, I ain't heard no singing. So, <laughs> yeah, they're scared. They're scared. Because now they know that they can be got to. Okay? All this time before, they thought they were so invincible, and they were in up there in their ivory tower and their, and their shit, which actually belongs to we the people. Okay? That fucking building belongs to us. It don't belong to them. But that's that's what you get when you when your head gets as big as the state of Texas, okay? Thinking that you can't be got. Anybody can be got to. I don't give a fuck who you are, okay? You got the time, you got the resources, you got the money, <clears throat> you can be got to, okay? It's just like a fucking uh, uh, your computer and viruses. You can you can invest in the most goddamn this most outlandish fucking virus programs. Is it going to guarantee you 100% that you're not going to get a virus? No. It can't. It's fucking impossible. You can never guarantee no, something No antivirus 100%. program is, is, is 100%. That's right. That's right. So exactly it's the same thing with these. They can have guards. They can have the, the guard out there for the next five years or four years at least. Well, there's only one okay. place in old Washington, D.C. that actually is the most secure location. And that's the White House. Well, it wasn't too secure. Got it wasn't too batteries there. You've got snipers on the roof. Well, yeah, but but you still but, but you still but you still see all those people got in, so it's not too secure. It may be secure. Yeah, for but the that air. was before they, re- yeah. they that was before they reinforced everything. Don't forget. Well, it's still you didn't have all the, still, a lot of snipers on the roof. You didn't have uh, extra guards on the ground and everything else. Well, even though it still it still proves the point that they can be gotten to and gotten in, okay? It, it, I don't care if you got a hundred snipers on the fucking roof. Are you going Are you going to shoot eighty thousand people? I mean, come on, really? I don't think so. Uh, so it's it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing as the logical saying goes that 
you have locks on your door, don't you? You have a dead dead bolt. You have a knob that that locks and a hasp and all this shit. That's just there for your for your convenience. It's no guarantee that it's going to keep anybody out, is it? No. No, okay. because if they locks want to get in here there. bad enough, they're going to get in. They're going to get in. It, locks are only designed to get to keep honest people out. They can kick that fucking door in because if the door is only as good as the door frame. So if, if the door is weak, unless exactly. it's a solid door, but then even if the door is a solid door, if the door frame is just a regular wooden door frame, kick one. You hell, I, if I had if if my back wasn't fucked up, I could kick one and splinter that fucking door jam out and be in there in thirty seconds. Okay, quicker than Shit. it quicker than it time to take steel core here. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. My front do- my apartment door. Yeah. I could bust through it, deadbolt or no deadbolt. Yeah. I could bust through it because I'm a I'm a strong I'm a big guy I'm a strong guy. And all I got to do is put my shoulder into it. I'll end up with a bust with, with probably a dislocated shoulder, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, true. That's true. You'll still go through it. The only way that you can stop that is to have a solid fucking door made out of oak and a metal door frame that is about... that that is lag-bolted in about every fucking eight inches all the way around that son of a bitch. Now it takes it. You'd have to blast that motherfucker to get get it open. Trust me, <laughs> boy. It, it, you, you'd have to blast. Okay, but normal under normal circumstances, your door just like that. Just hell, just like my door. Hell, I got a dead boat and a fucking the knob and a and a hasp and a chain and all that shit. Hell, some big old guy like you come up there, give it a swift kick, and boom, you're in. <laughs> what good is all that hardware do? Same thing with these people. Okay. They know that now they are not invincible anymore. And that's got to work. I mean, I hope to God it gives them nightmares at night. That's what they deserve. That's exact. They deserve, yeah, they deserve a thousand times worse. But I hope it does. I hope they fucking don't get no sleep. I hope it worries the living shit out of these bastards because rightfully so. Look at what they have done. Look at what they've done. They don't deserve respect. You think these cocksuckers deserve respect? I'll go out there and get. I'll give a. I'll give a goddamn a pile of dog shit out here in the backyard more respect than I will them some bitches. Uh, any day of the week, forty four seven. Go ahead. Simple. I've I've often believed that, and this is before they they reinforced all of the uh, security measures at the White House. That when people started climbing that fence and they started running through the yard, and, and one guy, I believe, did actually get inside the White House. Okay? He actually got in, if I remember the report correctly. Now, since that happened, they've added additional snipers to the roof. There are guards at... All all around the grounds on the, uh, watching the fence. So anybody trying to get in there isn't going to get very far. Not now. They they won't even get over the fence. And if they get over the fence, their ass is going to a federal lockup real fast because they won't get but but a couple of maybe a couple of steps. They'll either end up getting tackled or shot. 
Okay? That's the way the White House has been set up since that guy got inside the White House. And I believe that happened uh, in during, during Obama, not Obama's uh, tenure, but uh, during Bush's time in office. In Obama. Obama. He was in Vegas. When it happened, he was in Vegas. You're we bummed out. That's right. He was in Vegas when when that happened. And the and the sad fact is, because of what happened there, they had to increase security measures to guarantee that nobody can get over that fence and get on that property. He also had that lady that got shot in the parking lot. Yeah, that drove in trying to drive in. Well. Again, it shows that by increasing security measures, they were able to secure the White House quite adequately, apparently. But that's still not a guaranteed defense against multiple people climbing that fence. That's the problem. But they've also looked at that scenario, too, I'm sure. The Secret Service had to have looked at that. And their recommendations carry a lot of weight. And if the president of the United States disregards their recommendations, then whoever that president is, is taking a big risk. You know where the hard place to sneak into is Disneyland. Disneyland's got to have the best security I've ever seen. We tried a couple times. Don't say we, I didn't. No, I know you didn't, but friends of mine, we, we, when we were younger, we had to go for it, and we weren't successful. Yeah, but that was back then. I even, well, even back then, it was pretty damn good. They had lights on us, so as my buddy was sitting on top of the fence, they had lights, and all of a sudden, we saw a bunch of flashlights and lights, and boom, they had them. And he was able to get down. We got to our car, but they thought it was me that was on top of the fence, and I was wearing sandals. Yeah, we, we now, were just scared that we were drunk. Yeah. Now, you want to hear something really comical? I, I could not believe when I read this. This is from Newsmax. <clears throat> Rupert Murdoch, of all people, slams oh. liberal media's awful woke orthodoxy. Now, check this out, everybody. You're going to love this. Rupert Murdoch, the billionaire mogul behind Fox News, is taking issue with the silencing of debate on social media, saying censorship has hobbled discourse with awful woke orthodoxy. Murdoch, who's 89, made the rare public remarks during a brief video to accept a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Australia... Try again, George. The Australia, the Australia Day Foundation. The clip was posted online by the Herald Sun, a Melbourne newspaper owned by the media moguls News Corp. For those of us in media, there is a, a real challenge to confront a wave of censorship that seeks to silence con- conversation, to stifle debate, and ultimately stop individuals and societies from realizing their potential, he said.
the storm the storming of the Capitol on January sixth was followed by a purging of the social media accounts of then President Donald Trump and others drawing complaints of censorship. Twitter said Monday it would seek to police the service more vigilantly for misinformation and introduced a new feature called Birdwatch. Fox News and other conservative outlets are under fire for fueling uncertainty about the U.S. presidential election, which critics allege contributed to the storming of the Capitol. In his remarks from the award ceremony, Rupert Murdoch said a rigidly enforced conformity aided and abetted by so-called social media is a straitjacket on sensibility. Now, first of all, Rupert Murdoch is one to talk. Okay? He's one to talk. Because his network completely went south. The, because of that, their ratings have plummeted. Who the fuck is he kidding? Now, I will admit that this the, that purging President Trump from, from from social media was a huge mistake. Okay, and purging conservatives from social media is a huge mistake because these companies that were founded in this country are, are being allowed to let their terms of service, community standards, whatever you want to call them, they're allowing them to flourish with the denial of freedom of speech and even freedom of the press. In so much as they do that, Nobody is doing anything to stop it. And these politicians, regardless of what side of the aisle they're on, are the biggest offenders of not doing anything because they sit on their ass, they have meetings and hearings, and and what good does it do? Jack Dorsey. Mark Zuckerberg, and the guy that, ru- that runs Google, basically told them what they wanted to fucking hear. Period. So Rupert Murdoch and his, uh, how did they put it in that headline again? How he slammed liberal media's awful woke orthodoxy? His fucking outlet, news, Fox News, is no better. I'm sorry. And to call that outlet now a conservative outlet still is, to me, a line of bullshit. They're no more conservative than dog shit on the grass. They're only... A small, tiny handful of people I will actually still listen to on that network. Judge Jeanine Pirro is one of them. Tucker Carlson is another from time to time. Sean Hannity from time to time. But let's not, let, 
being, mm, boy, try again, George. Make no mistake, Fox News turned the corner during the 2020 election and calling one of the states for Biden prematurely was what torpedoed them. Their actions unoutnumbered when they had uh, Newt Gingrich on and he brought up George Soros and was told by two women on that panel, we don't need to bring George Soros into the conversation. That's censoring what the speaker, what the former speaker of the house was talking about. Really? And Harris Faulkner's cheesy apology was just that, cheesy. So all of this leads me to one ultimate conclusion. Fox News is no more conservative than a pile of dog shit on the grass. All right, who would like to uh, comment? I'll go. Go ahead, Suzette. I see. Let me see. Robert, uh, Rupert Murdoch had to do that, not defending him. In fact, he is a, a big steaming pile of runny, the worst kind of runny, chunky dog poop. But um, since Australia, their prime minister and their secretary of treasury had stood up for Trump and told or basically made a statement against uh, Twitter for, for banning President Trump and the fact that uh, Twitter still had kept up posts from China accusing Australia of, um, I don't know, beheading people. There was uh, the image or the tweet, tweet was still up. In fact, Australia Prime Minister had said. Um, and so if Australia is giving Rupert this award, well, like you said, he's, his ratings, the ratings are dropping because he let his grandson run it and his grandson's ultra-lib, ultra-left. We can see that, obviously, with the format, the way it's changed. And, um, yeah, so it's kind of his way of saving face and trying to say, yeah, um, darn those big tech people. Yeah, uh, you're stupid and don't ban conservatives. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'm just talking, but... But basically, he's trying to save face and trying to get the conservatives back. But it's not going to work. We see through it. We're not stupid. Back to you, George. What do you think, Gunslinger, of what Rupert Murdoch uh, said? Gun? Uh, give me the Reader's Digest. I had to go out and shut and lock the gate. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Um, so Rupert Murdoch is slamming liberal media over its woke orthodoxy <laughs> or awful war, uh, woke orthodoxy. Um, well, he's, he's, he's taking issue with the silencing of debate on social media saying censorship had hobbled discourse with awful woke orthodoxy. He went on to say that for those of us in media, there is a real challenge to confront awake 
a wave of censorship that seeks to silence conversation, to stifle debate, and ultimately stop individuals and societies from realizing their potential. Well, (laughs) anytime that you have censorship on any level, any platform for that matter, I don't give a damn if it's uh, journalists, I don't give a damn if it's reporters, I don't give a damn if it's private citizens, I don't care. Stifling is stifling. Okay? I don't care how you look at it. And that's censorship. Uh, as long as you don't, um, you know, yell fire in a crowded theater, then if you can't handle it, then, you know, get your ass out of the fucking oven. Get your head out of the oven because you can't handle it. Go, go, go stick your head to sand somewhere on a beach or something. But don't stick it in the oven where you can't handle it. Okay? Uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's a... <laughs> It's a it's a pretty nasty world out there. You're going to get offended. You're going to get, you know, stifled. You're going to get censored. You're going to get all this shit. You know my you know my fucking saying on that. Fuck them some bitches. Okay, I'll say what I want to. That's you know we like to we like to talk about the Second Amendment here, don't we? Well, the First Amendment mm-hmm. is backed up. By the Second Amendment. They should go. They shouldn't even be backed up. They should go shoulder to shoulder because one protects the other, okay? And if you don't like what I'm saying, well, go go suck a goddamn goose egg. I don't give a fuck. I, I, this thing on my side says that I can say what I want to say. And if you don't like it, let's go outside and let's, 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 uh, let's, let's uh, see who, who the better man is, okay? Because how can you have a free country? If you don't have expression of free speech, no matter who likes it, if you don't like it, turn the fucking channel. Is there somebody holding a gun to your head and saying, you will fucking hear this? Uh, I don't see no gun holding it to my head. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I'm free to choose whether I want to listen to this or I want to listen to this or I go flip on the porn channel. Don't make a fuck to me, okay? But it's my decision, okay? It's it's my decision, okay? It's not them. It's not anybody else's. So if they can't handle it, then I'm sorry. Uh, maybe your mama should have swallowed, okay? It's a real world out here. You know, I'm sorry it is. And you know me, I'll put things just like, I'll put it out there, whether you like it or not. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, listen. It's like I've said many times. I will call a spade a spade, a shovel a shovel. And if nobody likes the way I say things, they can kiss my Royal American Red Rosie Cherokee Indian fat ass. Well, I'm kind of confused about the light that she says we can't see. Is that because it's green energy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that lamppost that you do not see? No, that's just an analogy for, uh, for when? How, how, how was it put to me? It's an analogy for, uh, well, I, I don't see the person making the comment. I hear it, but I don't see the person making the comment. All right. Something to that effect, anyway. 
But look, let me let me just point something out here. And and, and anyone, oh, go ahead, Suzette. I'm sorry. For for somebody that's that's uh, that won't talk, is a witness that won't talk. The lamppost. That's a reference. Ah, okay. That's even that that better explains <laughs> it. Thanks, Suzette. I appreciate that. Oh, seriously, she, she explained it a lot better than I did. Um. But look, for anyone who's tuned into this broadcast over the last 13 years, you know full well I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say exactly what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it with every four-letter aria there is on, on, on the known planet. If I'm going to tell somebody, kiss my fat fucking ass, I'm going to tell somebody to kiss my fat fucking ass if they don't like what I said. Because, simply put, there is, we have the right to to not only agree to disagree, but we have the right to speak our minds. That is what the freedom of speech is all about. Now, as and, and as everyone knows, I will not listen to some conspiracy theorist asshole like Alex Jones or uh, David Sponheim, in case anyone has ever heard of him, uh, spouting conspiracy theory bullshit. I just don't want to. I, I, I have no time for that crap. If you're going to if you're going to quote them, you're doing yourself a disservice because they're talking BS. Okay. And they're like the main, they're like the the liberal media, full of it. Now, having said that, that's 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 my opinion. That's the way I feel about it. And if nobody likes what I just said, too fucking bad. This is America, motherfucker. And I just said what I'm going, how I feel about something. Uh, you have any objections? Write them down on a piece of paper, put them in a box. Take that box, dig a hole in the backyard. When you dig that hole <laughs> in the backyard, make it nice and deep, put the box inside the hole, cover it up, put a little wooden tombstone on, uh, behind it that says, here lies how I feel about that comment. <laughs> okay? Because, <laughs> quite frankly, I don't give two shits. I am an equal opportunity offender. I will offend Democrats. I will offend Republicans. I will offend independents. I will offend anyone that I feel is a fucking moron and deserves to be called up on the carpet for something. But at the same time, if they're doing things that are decent, that are helpful, you know, I'm going to Make sure that people know about it. The whole thing is, like I said before, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. In a movie called Hollywood Air Force, there's a line in there, a joke. That's, you know, the guy says, "Why why did God make the crack in your fanny up and down instead of side to side? 
The guys looked at him, okay, well, why? Because when you slide down the banister, if it were side to side, you'd be sitting there going, as you're going down the banister. It's not because one talking lips is enough. Hmm? <laughs> huh? Isn't it, isn't it because if one said talking lips is enough? Why <laughs> so he didn't put it sideways? No, I think you. I think so. So in my case, and, and listen, in my case, in my own defense, uh, especially if I've eaten a lot of gassy food. I can safely say that my insides will have will have a conversation with everyone, whether they want to hear it or not. And in more ways well, than one. <laughs> What's that, Rob? Yeah, you got the mitts to prove it. <laughs> no, I've got I've got the the fat ass that that will speak it. Never mind the mitts no. that that see it. Or something like that. Just you know. Yeah, I got Listen, you. If 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 there's one thing I've learned in this life, okay, is that you know we can agree to disagree. We have the capacity to come together as, as a people. And whoop! There goes a comment from the wrong end of the room again. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I mean, uh, it, it's 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 one thirty-six in the morning here in New York, and I'm definitely what can I say? I'm definitely I'll leave it at that. But um, no, we have the right to agree to disagree. We can we can come together and have civil discourse. We can come together and have a civil conversation. And when we see something on social media that uh, we don't agree with, we have every right to dispute that statement that we disagree with. But social media is under the deep-seated dictatorial ability and belief that if I, as a conservative, disagree with a liberal, like, say, Biden... I don't have a right to disagree with him. By censoring me, they say, they're, they're telling me, no, your opinion is wrong and you have to believe this way. Because you don't see that as no. a cop-out? You don't see what as a cop-out? Uh, the, the disagree, the agree to disagree. Yeah. No, no, it, okay. it's, it's not a, a cop-out. Uh, Rob, think, think about it for a minute. In any conversation, something will come up, something will be said that basically tells you know, that that tells that person that, that's hearing it. Well, wait a minute. I, I don't agree with I don't agree with that statement. And here's why. Here's why I don't agree with that statement. And they'll proceed to, you know, state their. What, you know, what their views are on it, what their opinions are on it. 
if on social media we're not allowed to have that kind of uh, that kind of interaction, that kind of conversation, and the conversation is all one-sided, okay, thus the censorship, it becomes an even larger issue because now these social media tech giants are saying that the Constitution in general is irrelevant because their terms of service or community standards or whatever they like to call them uh, are better than the Constitution. And they're not. You know if what I think... Become, what this is it? I was just going to say that with all the um, <clears throat> different censoring, first for conservatives and now <clears throat> they're going after the left, but, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just going to say that it, those who are on the fence about what to believe and what not to believe, you know how when you're a little kid and you're always told, no, don't touch that, um, you know, and you're curious anyway. Kids are just naturally curious, so they're going to try it anyway. Even in your teenage mm-hmm. years, you know, you're not supposed to drink alcohol or, you know, do this or do that. But the, every time they're told don't or no, just makes them all that much more curious. And so, in a sense, by being censored, those that were on the fence may be curious to seek out the information themselves without, you know, paying attention to mainstream media. Just to take a look on the other side, you know, what's it all about? Why don't they want us to hear what they got to say? And that just may convert more people over, um, in my opinion, because when you're told don't, they always do. And that's a good thing. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning on the positive side uh, for those no, that are and on I, the and, and, and I agree with you, Suzette. I mean, you know, growing up, I was told, you know, my mother always told me, George, don't do this or this may happen. Don't do that or this or that may happen. You know, mm-hmm. and she would tell me things to, you know, to protect me, not to hurt me. But me being the curious kid that I was at the time, I had to learn the hard way. I had to try yep. and try it for myself. Okay, um, I'll give you a really great example. Now, I back in the day when I started drinking, I was 12 years old. Now, of course, peer pressure being part of the problem. You know, as teenagers, we succumb to peer pressure, and when we do. We have to learn a hard lesson because mom told me growing up, don't drink alcohol, don't do drugs because you will regret having done these things. It will hurt you. Well, I never did drugs. I never, I never smoked pot because I can't smell, I can't take the smell of it makes me sick. Yeah. And as far as snorting cocaine, I had a hard enough time sniffing a, a Vicks inhaler for my sinuses. So putting something up my nose and going, you know, snort, snort, not an option. Right. I as never much did as parents any kind of narcotics as far as, as, part, as far as pills go. 
Mm-hmm. But I did drink booze. I did drink a lot of it. And 19 years of boozing, I had to learn a hard lesson at the end. And that lesson could have led me to jail, to a form of institution, or even six feet underground. Okay. What mom? So what did mom say? Mom tried to warn me, not to hurt me, but to help me. But as teenagers, we don't want to hear that. Much in the same way, Democrats do not want to hear a conservative point of view. They don't want to hear that there's evidence that supports and substantiates the allegation against them that voter fraud and election fraud took place. They didn't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. They wanted... The only thing they wanted to hear was, we won the election fair and square. We won the election fair and square. We won the election fair and square. We don't hear that. We don't hear that. That's the way they were acting. Like spoiled, petulant children that didn't care what anybody said, not even their parents. Well, when you have Don Lemon telling them, you know, that Trump, orange bad man, and Brian Stelter, orange bad man, you know, they're brainwashed to not want to listen. But then again, when they, when then it's, when it's gone, when conservative views can no longer be criticized or shamed or anything else because they don't exist anymore on social media, we're just gone, then it's no fun anymore because there's nobody to shame and criticize and bash and so, hmm, what do I do now? I wonder what they're talking about. Exactly. Maybe I should well, go Suzette, check it out. It's 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 <laughs> kind of a, it's kind of like you know. Here, here, the media is now starting to to attack Biden. They're actually starting to go after Biden now. That's because they don't have they're Trump. so used to attacking Trump when he was in the Oval Office, it's spilling over in onto Biden now, slowly, incrementally, but it's happening. Okay. Ooh, here we go again. Hearing from the wrong end. Look, I'm I'm of the mindset that. Once the Democrats run out of conservatives to attack, they start eating their own. And that's what's starting to slowly, over time, happen. They don't have Trump to go after anymore, so they got to go after themselves. Well, Biden, but see, the thing is, Biden won't retort, (laughs) and that was the whole thing, is that when the media went after, or anybody had gone after Trump, then he would shock back. And he would sock him hard. And so then there was controversy about it. So there was a back and forth. But, you know, the media is going to get tired of bashing uh, Biden because there'll be no reaction. And it won't be any fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the media not 
asking hard questions of the new press secretary. Uh, well, Biden's Biden looking for a new corn pop, though, too. <laughs> hmm? Biden's looking for a new corn pop, too. Hmm. He knows about those roaches, yeah. remember? About the three legs? Well, I found it laughable that Biden – remember how Biden signed an executive order mandating that everyone on federal property had to wear a mask all the time? Okay. Now, if that were the case, why wasn't Press Secretary Saki wearing a mask during the press briefing? Why was she standing at that podium not wearing her mask? And when Peter Ducey of Fox News confronted her about it, she kept calling him Steve Ducey. Uh, Steve Ducey is his father. Oh. Steve Ducey is the Fox News weekday Fox and Friends uh, anchor. But she kept referring to Peter Ducey as Steve. Gotcha. Which shows me she had no idea who she was talking to. But every question that was posed to her was not followed up. It was not, there was no attack, attack, attack. It was all laid back, subdued, silence, quiet. You could hear a pin drop or crickets in the room. That's how bad it was. Are you sure she was she uh, was confused about which Ducey, or was she just being disrespectful, as in Steve, Peter, whoever, whatever Ducey you are? Yes, you're next. What question do you no, have? No, I I firmly believe she was completely confused as to who she thought she was talking to. She had that uh, look of total confusion on her face. Unless that's her actual face. I, I saw that clip, and I, I, I sat here laughing my ass off. Because I know the difference between father and son. The previous press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, she knew who he was, said mm-hmm. here on more than one occasion. How could you not know that? And you have a list of who the people are in that room. And you keep calling him by the wrong name? The look in Peter Ducey's eyes said it all. He was like, uh, huh? Every time she called him Steve, he, he looked like deer in, like a deer in, a deer in the headlights. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this woman is space cadet. She's just going to spout the liberal line, and that's all she's going to do. And she's going to fall flat on her face, trying to do it every time. And, of course, the lamestream media isn't going to 
challenge her like they did with uh, Kaylee McEnany because every press briefing was, was like a wrestling match. I mean, you saw how they went, they attacked her incessantly. And they did the same thing with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Speaking of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she's running for governor of Arkansas. Yeah, I heard that. Cool. Outstanding. She is. Huh? Yep. Her father is the former governor of Arkansas, and now she's running for that post. Sweet. I like it. I I think I, I really I, I like Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders because Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the kind of the kind of person that doesn't take guff from anybody. She didn't take any shit from the from the reporters in the in the press briefings. <laughs> she lowered the boom on them on more than one occasion. She's so. smart. She has experience in the political arena. And she's fair-minded, you know, she's not, because she could have very well just been very resentful and vengeful for everything that the media had done to her family and Democrats, you know, from the rest and, and people in the restaurants when they, you know, um, told her family to get out, that they weren't welcome. You know, I mean, they just, and she, but she just took it, you know, she wasn't happy, she spoke out about it. She spoke out and let them know she wasn't happy about it or whatever, that, you know, as far as her mind. But, um but she didn't. She didn't swear vengeance, and she didn't. You know, she's not tacky and and um, tit for tat type person. She's fair minded. I think she'd be an excellent governor. I think she'll make a, an excellent governor too. I agree with you. She will make an excellent governor. I think that um, she brings a lot to the table, uh, especially after having been the press secretary in the White House. She really will bring a lot to the table. Because she's had, she's had to deal with the Washington bureaucracy. So, so at the state level, I, I, I truly believe she's going to do a great job. And I have a feeling she will get elected governor. I truly believe she will. Because I believe Arkansas is one of those states that uh, is red. So she's going she's gonna to do fine. I really do believe she'll do just fine. Um, very quickly, one last item I'm going to throw out there uh, before we lock up shop, and that apparently has to do with the White House doctor. Well, Biden replaced the White House doctor with his longtime physician. Now, according to Newsmax, Joe Biden has replaced the White House doctor with his longtime physician. This is according to NBC News. Kevin O'Connor has been Biden's personal doctor since 2009. He will now serve as the top doctor to the, to the alleged president. I will not call him an actual president. I say alleged. He replaces Sean Connolly, who spent roughly two years as former President Donald Trump's White House doctor and was criticized for giving conflicting information about Trump's condition when he was battling COVID-19. Connolly admitted to giving a false assessment of Trump's condition because the White House wanted to project optimism. 
but Trump was, at times, on supplemental oxygen and had a high fever. I didn't want to give any information that might steer the course of illness in another direction. And in doing so, you know, it came off that we were trying to hide something, which wasn't necessarily true. The fact of the matter is that he's doing really well, Connolly said at the time. It's not unusual for a president to appoint his own doctor. O'Connor spent more than two decades in the Army. He gave Biden a pre-presidential physical, writing, Biden is a healthy, vigorous 77-year-old male who is fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. Suck up. That's why he, he, he put his own position in there, because he's a suck-up. Quickly, what do you all think of this one? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. What does? I'm just I'm a non-surprising person anymore. You know, I, was, I thought I would identify as a, as a cockroach, but now I'm identifying as a non-surprising person anymore. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gunslinger. <laughs> Suzette and Rob, how about you? Very quickly. We're almost out of time. I have to go with the gun set. That was good. How about you, Suzette? I'm not, she says she's not surprised either. Ah. Well, I don't have time to give everybody a final thought. Uh, for this evening, but Suzette, Rob, I hope that you will join me again for the next edition of this broadcast because I have a funny feeling a lot more is going to come out tomorrow than did today. And Gunslinger, as always, I uh, look forward to seeing seeing you here as well. Uh, Cherokee Rose, I hope you're still watching and listening because it would be nice to see you here too. What are you saying, Suzette? She has her show tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, please do join me again for the next edition. I would love to have you here. It's always a pleasure having you, having you and uh, you, both of you here on the broadcast. It's great to have Cherokee Rose and Gunslinger and Iggy Mom and you know all of you folks joining and watching and, and doing all the fun stuff that we do here, which is... Talk about what the headlines are talking about. And having a civil conversation. Well, as much as we could possibly have. But in the meantime, unfortunately, folks, it is time to lock up shop, close the doors, and say, until next time, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. And as I would like to say real quick, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that having been said, and of course by the time I've said that, it's already too late, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Firefox News Online. We'll be here if you will. And now, it's time for the outro.